Welcome to I Saw Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Weekly? Weekly, yes. Weekly? We- yes, weekly. The yearly comic report. It's, we- it's back. It's, we're it's weekly. We're back. The yearly week- comics report with Mike and Ming. Yes. Holy crap. Once a year, you get you get, you get get a recap on the best in comics, everybody. <laughs> Holy, it, it's been, how long has it been? I don't know, a couple weeks. <laughs> couple of hundred weeks maybe I, something like that i don't know it's been dozens of weeks ming um i'm i'm not gonna apologize because we've been no, I'm not busier than uh we've been busy as shit we have um, well i mean we started a business start a business we, uh you know dealing with life post comic book men uh a lot of stuff a lot of stuff i can name any a number of things getting it, back into my house it, that's, uh, uh, yes. oh my god yeah and um a couple of things have happened do tell. I want to point Do out. Do tell. One, uh, I have literally. Did you? Uh, you wow. You wow. Uh, you know when I first heard that you wanted to become a woman, I was against it. But, but now then I thought, <laughs> you know, it's it's your life. Ryan Johnson. He was right. He, he, he was right. Damn straight, buddy. You had me pegged from the moment you met me. Yeah, twenty two years. Ryan ago. was right. Um, actually, it's no. The, he wasn't the right. Thing, Brian's no, never right. Brian's what the almost hell? Never right. Brian. Brian's a dumbass. All right. Good enough. Um, in. The time that, um, since the last I Sell Comics. Okay. What I, happened? I have literally sold comics to a blind man. Okay. I mean, okay. Do tell. So we had a guy come in. Okay. And he was looking for a comic book. Right. And he didn't know what he wanted. Okay. And I talked him into buying a comic book. Oh. So I sold. And he was a uh, site. He was of... He, you want to call him sight impaired? Go to that. He's no, a blind he was, he dude, was man. Blind. Okay. Was, I, how, it was a, actually, it was a daredevil comic book. Okay. How did you pitch this to him? How is he going to read it? What's Someone's going to read it to him. But he wanted to have a comic book of wow, differently abled superhero. I said the theme song I've came got true. Two, and I sold him a daredevil, and okay. I sold him a JSA with Doctor Midnight. Doctor Midnight blind? Yeah. Oh, okay. Doctor Midnight's blind. I should know that, but there's a guy who has no sense of smell. Now I have no idea. The superhero with no sense of smell. Who gives a shit? Nobody. No one. Nobody. Except for uh, the only place that that would come in handy is if you're fighting next to uh, D Man. Did um right? Yeah. The oh. he's smelly. He's a smelly bastard. Is yeah. He is, so. Do they deal with um, Matt Murdock like being able to smell a fart from like eight blocks away, like 80 blocks and away? They never say anything about it, but it must be, he knows who dealt it. That's, <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, his hearing you could use, even, right? Even heartbeat, if you, you know, even if you're doing like the, the left cheek squeak, sure. You know, he's a oh, foggy. Oh man. That oh, must have been really, especially foggy. Why? being. Uh, as rotund as he is, right? They were, they were uh, roommates in law school. So, sure. Okay. You know, and there's no hiding anything from right, that. That, that frequency of like, 
Uh, that too, but it, and if he's trying to rub one out while Matt's, he thinks Matt's asleep, and he's like, oh, God. Ew. I know, gross, gross, right? I mean, it's gross for Matt Murdock. Yeah. Matt Murdock's like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But you know everybody's secrets. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you glad you tuned back in, everybody? It's great, right? Hopefully, uh, if you've stuck with us this long, uh, well, people are like, where <laughs> no, you been? you haven't. Yeah, you haven't stuck with us because we haven't put anything no, out. No, for so. real. Uh, for everybody who's uh, um, stopped me at a convention or uh, out on the street, um, sometimes at restaurants, businesses that have nothing to do with comic books. Like, no way. Yeah, no, for real. It's like, yo, what the hell? Where's that episode 300? I was, I was coming. It's coming. There uh, there were a number of holdups. I, I one of them was I really wanted to get some great artwork to accompany the episode, right. and uh, I mean, and I'm just gonna tell you the whole genesis of the idea since you've heard it already. But um, yeah, I saw a What If comic uh, at a at a con, and I was like, wait, well, what if? I love the What If comics because what if great because uh, they you were able to deal with stuff outside of canon. They you do whatever you want, yeah, which is what kill, we do here on ISO Comics. You can kill Spider Man, which is want. why we podcast. Yeah, because we want to do whatever we want with no rules, no boundaries, no nothing. bosses, no bosses, no nothing. nothing. And all right, and so I, that's why I love the What Ifs. And I was like, well, what if Tell Me Steve Dave started ISO Comics? Yes. And, well, you found out. But uh, I wanted your reaction on this. So uh, we're going to do this, I guess, making hay style or uh, whatever. They've done this a couple times where they've commentated on their own podcast. Sure. We're, we're, comment we're commenting on their podcast, though. Yeah. So we actually asked our friends, tell them Steve, Dave, Brian yes. Quinn, Walt Flanagan, and I suppose he's our friend, Brian Johnson. Um, he's, a, he's our friend. As much he's crap he's as a, like he's, a frenemy. No, he, he's, he, he is our friend. And... Um, much he rags on us, uh, he does. I in in some stupid way he makes us better. No, in some way uh, he makes money off of us because it's less. It, we are easy targets for him. So they do make gets, money, not all the time. I mean, I'm not no. going to say their their Patreon bankroll is entirely funded by uh, at our expense, but um, I can say that a lot, some of it does. Some the game yes. shows. Oh the, dear God! Uh, yes. Oh my God! Uh, there was a, they did a live show in San, in San Diego where they pulled me up on stage and they made fun of me for more than half the half the half the show. But you let them. I I guess I could have walked off. You could have walked off. Yeah, but I didn't. Um, by that time they thought I was hypnotized. I wasn't hypnotized. Oh wow, that was weird. That was a weird time. It never I don't happened. Know that was hypnotized. Uh, that never happened. I was not right. hypnotized. The other guys wussed out of the hypnosis, said they weren't hypnotized, so I, I went along with it uh, as to continue the episode. Uh, that's my yes, official stance, did. and that's <laughs> what happened. That's, that's what you're going to believe until the day you die, man. Yeah, so I'm going to play the episode here. If uh, Give me a signal if you want to stop and sure. commentate on it, but uh, let me make sure we got some. Ladies and gentlemen, our friends, tell them Steve, Dave, if they had started I Sell Comics. It's just another sale to this comic selling alpha male. Knock and sell comics to a blind man. Wednesday warrior through and through. And you'll buy everything I tell you to. I sell comics, baby. Comics, baby. Comics. Hello and welcome to I Sell Comics. 
broadcasting live from Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. I'm your host, Walt Flanagan, along with my co-host, Brian Quinn. Hello. Welcome to I Sell Comics. Yeah, it's good to be here. The weekly comics report and pop culture. We are known for one thing and one thing only, and that is knowing our shit about comics and loving comics. All right. So a little backstory here. Uh, I presented this idea to Walt. It's like, hey, uh, remember the what if, the Marvel what if comics? I want to do what if, tell him Steve, Dave, uh, start ISO comics. Will you guys help me out with this someday? I know you're very busy, but maybe someday in the next three months or month. Yeah. Um, my idea was that, that we would sit in as well and not really participate, but maybe maybe chime in every so often. And uh, Walt was like, hey, you guys have helped me out so much on all our landmark episodes. Uh, of course, I'll do this with you. I'll talk to the other guys, see if they're on board. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I want to do this. I'm like, great, because he doesn't say yes to anything. I didn't. I was even hesitant to ask him, but Walt does stuff for us. Uh, you know, but a whole yeah. episode, a whole I, podcast. Hold on, it wasn't. Was it supposed to be a whole podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, you didn't run this by me. Oh, yo, I no, I didn't. No, I, you didn't. No, no, I didn't. No, we were no. gonna do like clips. I was too excited. I was like, no, I, I was like, well, I, I'm sure they could do a whole episode. So a week goes by, and Walt's like, here. And he hands you a file. Yeah, it, it wasn't even a week. It seemed like it was like the next day. I mean, I'm sure it was maybe it was not that far off. It was yeah. under a week. He's like, "Hey, you know that episode you wanted?" Here you go. I'm like, "Yeah, are you are you are you down with it?" He's like, "We recorded it already." Yeah. So, uh, truth be told, we've been sitting on this for months. We have. We were sitting on it for months. You, we, we kept pushing it back, and life kept getting. Because you wanted to get uh, artwork done. I did, and uh, I think. Big thanks to the artist Gavin Smith, uh, artist on the Accelerator. Gavin, you're the man. As many uh, as well as uh, other things. My my mistake was we have a lot of artist friends. I was trying to get it for free. Yeah, you were. Yeah, and uh, that doesn't work. Nothing's free in this world. No, no. Artwork, it's not. Uh, pay for artwork. So I did. I he did cut me a very good deal for a cover page. Gavin's awesome. But uh, I I approached him at New York Comic Con last year and I was like, hey, this is my idea. Send him kind of a rough, um, some. Uh, um, you gave him a little bit of guidance. I did, but he he ran with it, and it looks fantastic. Knocked and you will post it on. Um, it's it's uh, at the. You should see it already, like right now. So, beautiful, it's there. Yeah, and uh, well, it will probably be the uh, the cover artwork for this episode okay. as well. Uh, however, um, yeah, so that took a while. I I really, I really wanted the artwork though. I wanted yeah. the page, and uh, but we kept getting pushback because um, it took us a while to get the artwork, right. and then. One thing happened, and then another thing happened. But bad and excuses. If you look at the numbering, we have like two ninety nine point one. Yeah, I think goes to point six. So yeah, um, and we even have three hundred one that we had recorded, right. and I was like, "Fuck it," because Brian kept pushing. He's like, "It's been however many months," right? And I was like, "You know what, Brian? When people tell you to do something, what do you say?" Yeah, so you know, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so, that's yeah. so. Guess what? You're telling me that we have to release 300? Fuck you. Yeah. I'll do it when I feel like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the day has come, everybody. So, yeah, so, there you go. And yeah. you'll notice that the the really great thing is that this is Isel Comics with Walt and Q. Yes. I So, I was like, holy crap, you recorded this already? So, I got excited. I was like, wow. That, to me, that indicated that uh, he, he slept on it. And then he was like, well, I really want to do this. Because Walt Flanagan... Does not do anything he doesn't want to do. No, never. Yeah. But this, <laughs> he, he was excited. So uh came out with fire. I love that. 
Yeah. Um, Q, uh, you know, is a, I feel is a, you know the week of comics report where we know our, our where we know our shit about comics. Q knows his shit. Yes, unless that was a dig at us because I know shit about comics. Well, but I, I like to think that I know my shit. So okay, I mean, you you definitely know your yeah. shit. Me, I don't know no shit, but. I'm learning. You're good. You're, you're <laughs> getting there. I don't know what shit. However, uh, I, oh, Q I'm, really- I'm sorry. If I were Brian Johnson, I'd be like, man, you don't know. F- I'm carrying this fucking oh, team, you're, you're about to hear from him. Holy like, uh, shit. Just in case you don't think Brian Johnson's oh, going to chime in on this. Oh, dear God. He's about to. But uh, just real quick, Q knows his shit about comics. He does. I, uh, he, he's pretty amazing. And Walt Flanagan, uh, there is no one, if I were- if he was a lifeline yeah. on comics and I had a traumatic brain injury- Sure. He'd be my lifeline. It's the I lost the the part of my brain that stored comic information, and I knew nothing. He'd be my. How my would lifeline. that happen? I don't know. All right, all I right. Have no idea. I'm just saying. Okay. If there's one guy out there who knows more about comics than me, it's Wolf Flanagan. Wow, that's a bold statement. That's, that's it's a true statement. It's the truth. Okay. So maybe two things. And you changing your hair color once a week and your eyes look weird, Walt. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> That's our sound guy who who promises this week to uh, pipe down. There was a lot of complaints last week about you interjecting too much. Too much. If you yeah. don't know comics, one of the quote was, shut your fucking big mouth. That mm-hmm. quote is directly from me. That's I I actually typed that to Walt. Tell Brian if he doesn't know anything about comics to shut his fucking mouth. Wow, so they used it. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, okay. I no, All right. Well, that. no, I know how they're playing it off like as if, you know, they've been running for a long time. Oh, yeah, and they've they been, got, this is yeah. their 300th they're, episode. They, they're, they're all in on this. I'm telling you, they, they're... They're all in on this. They are dedicated to the bit. Yes. As, so. This is like as if they're recording 300, like they yes. record 300 episodes. I, I love it. I love it. I got a lot of fan well, that was you after the mic's not dark. <laughs> I got a lot of fan mail about that. Uh, they don't like your take on Wakanda, man. <laughs> Waka- really? Wakanda forever, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? Dig on Brian. Uh, Brian you know. Johnson being a white supremacist? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it did. That made me laugh out loud. Wakanda's for the kids? <laughs> well, this special episode of I Saw Comics Q, I yeah. thought I would get, I want to get a little, to know a little bit more about your tastes. Okay. A little bit more about your comic book love mm-hmm. in the history of that love. Okay. About where does it all come from? Remember, that's a lot of the, a lot of the listeners want to know, uh, with the inner thoughts on the medium, the, the, the culture of comic books, uh, where it all started and uh, where where your where's your head at now? Wait, okay. what, what episode are we on? This is the, we're we're about this is our three hundredth episode. And they don't know that yet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's, it's, it's a recap. Top. Well, Brian, uh, if you okay. knew comments, right. <laughs> some are more dedicated to the bit than others. Right, some right. are more all in. Right, right. Than Two of the three um, alternate universe I saw comics uh, podcasters. Are are more dedicated than others. Yeah. True, and one is technically only supposed to be the sound guy. Right. So he's not supposed he, to be chiming nah, in. Yeah, but he did. It's tell him he can't chime in. He's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. So uh, uh, as usual, even alternate universe Brian Johnson is. Uh, uh, no, I think that Brian Johnson. There is no alternate. No, he, it's the same. He exists in every dimension. He's the same asshole yeah. in every every, yeah, yeah. every on every Earth on every multiverse. Ax- absolutely. Every, okay. Even Earth X. Even Earth X. You would know that every comic is supposed to be written like it's people's first comic. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we like to do a little recap page in the beginning. Who said that originally? Was that Stan Lee? Sure. Right. Okay. A done in one, <laughs> as they call it. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure if that can be credited with Stan Lee. I'm sure that there are a lot of people who take credit for that. Sure. But I, I love the fact that Brian is um, attacking I, attacking the the venerable Stan Lee, the, the one true patron of our art, of comic books. I think you just said that because that's the only comic book creator he knows. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Episode 300 of I Saw Comics will be our right. version of I Saw Comics yeah. 300. So we're going to listen to a senile old man who's currently getting ripped off of millions of dollars? <laughs> well, he wasn't He wasn't that when he said that. Right, but he was on his way. No. He Technically. Was, he was not. Mm-hmm. What, you don't think you've listened to fucking senile old men on their way out before? <laughs> when, I, when I talk in the mirror, I'm listening to him. <laughs> So let's let's start off with Q. I thought this would be yeah, okay. this would be a little um, interesting. Uh, is there one comic book um, reading moment in your history that made you legitimately a angry? Angry. Yeah. Is there one Ooh. moment, one series, one issue, one storyline that just made you angry? Angry. Uh oh man, I'm gonna have to dig deep because. Comics bring me a lot of joy. They don't really bring me a lot of anger because as a as you a feel there was like a, you felt like a writer like annoyed uh, just didn't didn't get it and it made you like it didn't but it never brought you to rage. You want you didn't want to Hulk out. <laughs> you you've heard this before and I'm assuming you thought about this. Okay, um, the question. Yes, you answer the question. Oh yes, one that made me angry. Angry. Um, I. I'm with Q. They've made they made me pretty happy. Like where I like threw the comic across the room. Like uh, where that you don't have to like throw the comic, it, but you can be like, like mother- what? What the hell? Yeah, you can be like, you motherfucker. What's wrong with you? Oh man, I guess I'm cursing a little too much. I guess I'm out of that. The comic. No, no, no. It's podcasting. It's it still I sell comics. But the, um, the one where you're like. Man, this guy, he is such a jerk for doing this. He ruined my favorite character. Uh, I don't know about ruining a favorite character, but um, I think when I read Frank Miller's Holy Terror, okay, and I was like, "What the hell?" What? And I was kind of in disbelief, and I was, I, and even though it wasn't against, you know, I'm not a Muslim, but right. it wasn't against me per se. But I was like, I thought that was, that kind of brought down our medium because it was not controversial, not just controversial. I think it was outright spirited. I mean, it's pretty much outright racist, wouldn't you say? Uh, I would have to say you're probably hitting the nail on the head. Yeah, and I I can name two. Yeah, like that- I like I wasn't angry. Uh, like a lot of people were up in arms when uh, Captain America was uh, was working for Hydra. Um, That's an alter- again an alternate. I know, universe. I know, but you know, a lot of people got of got pissed off about that. Uh, there, he had death threats. Right, uh, a lot of people got angry when uh, Batman pissed himself in uh, Kevin's, uh, Kevin's uh, uh, was a yeah. widening gyre cacophony. It was. This is widening uh, gyre. Right? No, wide, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's widening gyre. I got he was people got to, uh, pissed Bath about that. Yeah. Um, I, I those are like tiny little things, and you got to think to yourself: Batman is running around in this entire. I mean, there's no stopping and using the bathroom when you're in that rubber suit in the cod piece. There's how how do you get you know how do you how do you drain the, bat, the weasel in the that thing? bat catheter? I'm thinking either you got a bat catheter going on or you're wearing a diaper, right? So he pisses himself a little bit. You know what? It's it's an autonomous function. There's no way to to prepare yourself for yeah. like an explosion. Yeah. I don't care if you're John Wick. You don't. 
you you know you walking away from an explosion there's a shock wave that's going to hit you yeah and it's going to turn your nervous system to jelly sure. it's it's called um oh my god they there is even a uh, a term for it where it it jangles your nerves it will collapse it will like flick your life switch off if you're close enough to an explosion it will, you know, You're stop you. Very well versed on this. Uh, does this happen to you a lot? Where you, uh, where you piss yourself? Uh, Are you wearing a diaper right now? I, right now, yeah. no. Okay. Have I? No. Oh, okay. Uh, am I wearing a catheter? No. No. But, okay. Uh, I've done uh, shit. I've done shitloads of reading, so I know, you know, uh, about sure, this. Sure. It's, uh, it has. Uh, Something to do with the pressure. That, you've done a lot of reading about people losing like control of their their faculties. No, mostly about people like being near explosions. Okay, not people pissing themselves. It's like that would be um, proving Brian right about every one of my kinks. So, okay, um, yeah, I got yeah. one more though. Uh, uh, first comic, as you know, Avengers two fourteen right. deals with the aftermath of uh, Hank Pym hitting Janet yeah. Van Dyne. But I finally got my hands on a copy of Avengers two thirteen. I had not read it until we went to Edinburgh, actually, and a guy had it, and I bought it. Yes. And I saw the moment where he hits her. Yeah. And that, that, I saw a little red then. You're a little Got angry. Got a little angry, yeah. Mine has to do with a little bit of that, too. There Domestic was, dispute. Uh, for me, it was Mark Miller's um, Ultimates, where Hank beats the living piss, and he sprays the wasp with uh, Raid. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you read that particular issue yeah where he goes it's giant man versus the wasp yeah he is awful he's horrible and this is one thing where it's like it i was like i don't care which dimension this is in no that's hank pym hank pym is he he smacked his wife did should he come back for that from that uh, they sure tried to help him come back from that. They did. Well, they kicked him out first, but yeah, they kicked him out, and he went through. I mean, but it's, we, we've seen this before. It's uh, the downward spiral of a hero and his climb back to redemption. Yes, he could have gone and, and been like the world's worst slash best supervillain. Could have, but he didn't. No, he tried to redeem himself. So, and then Mark Miller goes and turns him into this psychotic. Animal yeah. is what he is. He's he's nothing but an animal. The spring with the raid is a it's a little overkill. It's isn't dick. It? It, is, it's, it is dick. It's it's one of the worst things. I mean, you you could spray a human being with you know not someone with ant powers or wasp powers. Right, right. You spray somebody in the eyes with uh, that like just a, a normal human being. No. You don't blind them. So he's he's a that's a dick move. That's a good one. So that's that made me see red and there was another one that I was thinking of. What the hell was Oh yeah, Frank Miller and another one, Frank Miller. When he <laughs> uh, denigrated goodness. Dick Grayson's character. And uh in which issue in which, I'm uh, sorry, in uh Dark Knight Strikes Again. And Dick Grayson was the bad guy in that and it's like that is so out of character. He was a dick. He was a huge dick. Right. Not Frank. I mean, Dick Grayson was yeah. a huge dick yeah. in this. And that's so out of character for him. Yeah. But Good Frank picks, Miller Mike. didn't like the character, so he's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. No. All right, let's, so, say, uh, let's, see, let's see what the survey says here. Survey says... 
Are they laughing at us again? People happy? Yeah, you know what? You know what? If I'm going to say, maybe angry is a little strong. Okay. But definitely like- How about raising eyebrows? <laughs> but definitely like, oh, fuck this was when they, and this is not going to be popular. That's okay. That's why people listen to I Sell Comics, for the unpopular opinion. Okay. When they brought, <laughs> when they brought Barry Allen back- and shelved Wally West. Written by by uh, Mark Wade. I did. I did not. Duh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark Wade. Not written by Mark Wade. It's Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Q. All right. Well, no, I, well, I, I was Walt. Oh, Walt. Okay. Sorry, Walt. Uh, well, I. You know, he can't get everything right. That's true. Okay. Run is fucking so critically acclaimed. So many things are still like the Flash TV series. So much of that uh, Mark Wade run is implemented in that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I like Comics Wally angry West. Up your blood. <laughs> I'm angry now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is this is interesting, man. Yeah, I don't like Barry Allen. I don't like Barry Allen, and I don't like Wally West too. I think they're both fucking. So which Flash do you like? No, 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 no. Wally West. Wally West number two. The the new Wally West. Oh, they have running around. okay. From fifty two. Yeah, I don't like that fucking guy. I like old Wally West. Uh, me too. Yeah. Teen Titans Wally Teen West. Teen Titans Wally yeah. West is my Wally The Russian West. hater. He hated the Russian. He fucking, he would run all over the fucking Russians, tell them to suck up. Yeah, so it's three, 300 about- episodes, you're saying. <laughs> what was each episode 10 seconds long? Because who the fuck would listen to this shit? <laughs> <laughs> my God. Do you want, don't you want to know why Barry uh, Wally West hates Russians? Sure, I, for the same reasons everyone else does, I guess. <laughs> New Teen Titans number 18, Mark oh, Wolfman, George Perez. Of course. There's an issue where um, Starfire, the Russian Starfire, mm. um, you know, comes to He America. took the night off from the gay bar he danced at. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, I love you, he can't let up. And uh, yeah, for everybody listening to this, I'm assuming you listen to it, you've been through most of our library. Uh, Brian just crapping all over you. Who would listen to this shit? Oh, you guys do. Yeah, that's and, you and guys. And we thank Sorry. you for that. Yeah, and I hate to tell you this, but if you're an aunt and you're listening to this, yeah, Brian's crap. Well, Brian craps all over you anyway. I mean, he does. He's, he, he has does. No Even his own fans. So, yeah, he has no yeah, respect no for respect. his own fans. All right, or himself, really. Yeah. Starfire. That's a dude. Oh, good lord. It was a dude. Not to be confused with coriander. The alien Starfire, but he was a Russian. Oh, you'd like that one, hot and sexy. Yeah, he's from the other side of the she, wall. She, she, yeah. and he had. And, and back in in nineteen eighty four, eighty five, when this issue was written, right? The national pride was if you were an American, if you were a proud American, you hated Russians, and right. they, they gave Wally West uh, a little bit of personality, and they made him somebody who was very anti-Russian, mm-hmm. and with good cause back then, as if we don't have good cause now, the way they're interfering with our right. lives, right, guys? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> sure. Let's spend more time on that. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm living in the negative universe, Walt, you know? All right, so that's the one that made you uh, a little bit angry. Once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now that you've been cajoled into saying it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was it. I, I really like, I can. I, I think real comic book fans, and you know what? I should have I fucking followed my own advice because real comic fans know that it all comes back. Like there's nothing goes away forever. And Wally West, the real Wally West is already back. Except? Except What's Uncle Ben. Thing? Uncle Ben. Who? Right, Bri? Uh, that's right. But, <laughs> yeah. but they have run him back in other, in other ways. In Spider-Verse, he was Spider-Man. Oh, these are what if. What, yeah, but he's been back universes. here and there. Yeah, he's been back here and there. But yeah, you're right. He's the only permanent. Not even Jason Todd remained dead. Right. Okay. What's a, a legitimate- What about uh, you? Oh, from when I was most angry? Yeah. 
Uh, angry. I guess I would have been angry when um, they. When Batman peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we mentioned that. We did mention that. And, <laughs> yes, Brian. Brian is still smarting over that one. Yeah, you can tell he's. Is that his angriest moment? Uh, no. Has he read any of Kevin's books? Uh, I don't know about reading Kevin's books. Have you books. seen him? I, like, No, no. I'm, I'm a... just saying Brian's angry about everything. Sure. There is nothing that Brian doesn't get angry about. Fast food, Brian's constantly angry. Well, didn't he kick in a door at the Sonic? Uh, the Sonic drive I'm really sure he did. you hear did. about that? I think, yeah, he kicked the door. Uh, yeah. Because they didn't. They put cheese on his burger and he asked him not to or something. Yes. Yeah. He, didn't he take a hammer to his own vehicle? It was a baseball bat, I believe. Okay, base, I'm sorry, a baseball think, bat. How, why do you have a baseball bat in his car? Oh, I guess for close encounters. For I, like hand-to-hand I combat? I guess. I have no okay. idea. I missed that part. He, he couldn't. I, why okay. wouldn't he have a Doesn't baseball matter. bat? Doesn't matter. All right. We continue. That pissed me off. No pun intended. Oh boy, was I worked up. I was like, hey, he's Batman. He's the Batman. When? Yeah. <laughs> I was so angry. Actually, I was most angry when DC Comics chose to ban and suppress Rick Veach's Swamp Thing story where Swamp Thing was on the cross with Jesus Christ. <clears throat> And really? they took they took Rick. Well, they didn't they didn't make Rick Veach leave, but in a moment of like you know where he was going to stand by his guns and be a you know he wasn't going to pass out to the company, he left. Rick Veach left the book. Rick and DC uh, chose to censor Rick Veach's story about Swamp Thing on the cross, mm. and we never got to see the storyline that Rick would have uh, would have written and wanted us to see. So I'm very angry. Some things don't change, man. Didn't uh, what's your name? Joy Behar recently apologized for um, laughing at our, our vice president yeah. because uh, he speaks in tongues and Jesus talks to him. He hears voices, ghostly voices, phantasmic voices, and you can't say, "Well, that's weird." Well, you, well, here's the thing. This is what look, and you know I'm an atheist, right. but but she thought because remember you can make you can't make the only people you can make fun of anymore the Christians. Well, white white Christians. Christians yeah. Uh, so she didn't realize that even that needs to be reined in sometimes. She thought it was just open season. I feel weird. Right. Feels like, of the, course. The, the worlds are crossed. This feels like telling Steve Dave more than well, what's, what's, that? That? what's that? What's that? Oh, <laughs> like it's so in there. I guess in there, I saw comics world. Tell him Steve Dave doesn't exist. I'm assuming, yes. So this is it. This is they do. I saw comics every week. Yes. And Brian hasn't killed himself. Um, I mean, he hasn't killed himself for, you know, in real life either. Right. And but I feel him, if... Uh, he's he's injecting Tell Him Steve Dave in there. Yeah, but I heard this. I was like, man, I kind of wish they would, like, do a, an episode of Iso Comics or two every so often. We're, and we're going to... You know we're going to get that, right? Yeah. We're like, these guys are better. It's like, why don't you guys just keep doing it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's... Uh, of course they're going to be like that. You know, mainly because... Um, and it's the same reason why this wouldn't work for them. Okay. Because... What works for Tell Him Steve Dave doesn't work for I Sell Comics. Right. I can't tell you that you're a fucking asshole, man. It just doesn't work. You can. I can, but I don't. Right. Which is why I Sell Comics has done 300 episodes. Right. Uh, yeah, even we with like a, each even, other. Even with a... Yeah, exactly. But these guys like each other, but uh, <laughs> if, if you listen to... In a to, different way. If you're on Patreon, if if you're uh, able to afford the, the, the Patreon... The $40 tier where uh, you, you two can get... Uh, a flag and well no 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 i'm done no i'm not talking about that you kidding i i wish them all the best i'm gonna be borrowing money from johnson so um what's 
what works for them doesn't work for us because sure. when we did the uh, posers, what is that? The posers. Uh, we did a thing where, uh, yeah, we had to choose the best uh, theme song, like 80s theme. Yeah, yeah 80s. TV, TV theme songs of all time and, and best 80s, 80s uh, right. songs. And these guys came in like guns a blazing. Like you got to, you know, defend your thing to the, even if you like something. You have to shit on it. Now, I'm like, I can't do that. No. That's not the way. No, I don't. I I I didn't grow up in the Highlands. No, but Brian can shit on anything. Oh, my God, yes. Including uh, his own version of ISL Comics. His own version of ISL Comics and his best friends. Yes. I like that. Like, tell him, Steve Dave, what the hell is that? Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's great. uh, If you want Pepsi, you're going to have to pray for it. Uh, You can't get a Pepsi free. If you want Tab, you got to order something. Back to the future. Give me something without any sugar. Yeah. There was there was a, there was a level of interest there. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, uh, guys. I'm, ris- I'm, I'm I'm looking at the numbers now. We got a listener now, so sweet. <laughs> this is good. We're doing good. All right, Q. What what, what was okay. the moment in comic book in your comic? We have many listeners, by the way. <laughs> many. Uh, I noticed you have to get in there. I do. Know. I got to defend. You have to that. defend, but uh, you kidding? They know that. All right, Wolf Lang. Question number: Did do you think did he have these written down? I wish I could see. This is why I wanted to be there. To see, because if you recall, when we started all this, episode number one of ISO Comics, Walt pulled up a chair, sat five feet away, and waited for the train wreck. That didn't come. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. He like he yeah. put up a chair and like, crossed his arms, and he yeah, just waited. Like, come on. He waited. Come which, on. Uh, and he waited like weeks after that, because he would come in every once he would in a watch. while. Yeah. He would watch. He would watch. He would watch. Um, especially after Mark... Started working there. Yeah. He would sit there and just like, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. This is going to, it's going to implode someday. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, I mean, he was his, this show was partially credited to him uh, thinking, he was like, hey, why don't you two, why don't you two start a podcast uh, so I can watch the train wreck? Yeah. And 300 episodes later, it never came. So 300 plus. 300 plus. 300 plus like, the Mike and Ming show. Yeah, I know. The like Ming and 500 plus. Plus the Smodcast right, morning yeah, show. This morning show. Yeah. So, all right. Well, flying in question number two. Comic book reading history that made you proud. Dude, I don't know. To read comics. Proud? The day he put him down, I got some pussy. <laughs> no, I never put him down. And I got pussy. Oh, uh, did you ever get pussy while reading? Like you're so distracted with the pussy that you kept on reading? I'm I'm at this point in my life, I've got a blow I've gotten a blowjob doing almost everything. So I'm just gonna assume that there was comic reading in there. Yeah. So I'll blow another cut. You know what I'm doing? Fucking <laughs> man. <laughs> Get over here, Katie Perry. <laughs> I love how Johnson just throws that in there like getting it from another guy, getting head from another guy. It's like Yeah, dude, um seriously. I, have, I have two comments. Uh before we answer ourselves, the moment they made us proud to read comics. Um you have a story about um didn't you kick a girl out of your bedroom? Yes. For because she made fun of your uh, your comic. No, uh, she didn't make fun of it. She uh, uh it was uh okay. So I remember you telling this story. Uh, we were performing. Yes, we were at We Carolines. sold out Caroline's Comedy Club in New York City. Uh Kevin Smith sold out Caroline's Comedy Club we, and we, had us there. Technically, yes. technically, and okay. I I say this to bona fide comedians all the time. I was like, oh yeah, I sold out Caroline's. Technically, you can say that. Uh, I can go up to to the like B listers that I know and say that even A listers. You could go to Chris Ruggs. Like, oh, I I um I understand you've sold out Caroline's comedy comedy club. I did two once. 
And he was like, yeah. I, mean, I only like, performed there once, though, Chris, because. Doesn't matter. How I, many people you can, know what I got to say? How I many people? It. How many people can say they sold out Caroline's Comedy uh, Club? Now, granted, yes, <laughs> Kevin Smith was there. It was all five of us. Yes. However, we did sell it out. Um, so here's the story. Okay. Um, uh, it was um, after sex. I'm, I'm, I'm post coitus. Like, post coitus. I'm 20, 21, 22 years old and uh, in my apartment. And I had a um, a copy of Dark Knight Returns, the trade paperback. Yes. And she picked it up and she started leafing through it. And she like bent the shit out of it. And she threw it. She like, ah, and she threw it away like comic books. And then I was like, listen, if you don't like what I do, then get the hell out. Yes. So yeah, Mike Zapsic, everybody. Yeah, and 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 it hasn't changed. No, it hasn't no. changed. I happen to marry a, a comic nerd. My you know my wife's yes. a, a nerd. She so. would never do that to she copy would a Dark never Knight do Returns. That. Nope. Wow. Treats comic books with respect. So kicked her out. Kicked her out of bed. Yeah. Goodbye. For disrespecting a copy of do Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Although if I had known that Dark Knight Strikes Again was down the well, pike, or Dark Knight like Three, or well, like, actually Master Race was all right. Yeah, but, it's not um, bad. But that's got even some some tones. <laughs> or or in there. Uh, he was gonna write Holy Terror. Or, yeah, Holy Terror. Yeah, that that would have been like yeah, yeah, can't hit everything. That's a great story, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, moment that made me proud. Uh, I now unlike you and Walt, you guys started reading. Com- you were three, I believe. I, I I learned. I can't remember a time when comic books weren't a part. Yeah, of Yeah, and you up until this point, you're 51. No, correct, 51. Right. You never stopped. No, I stopped for three months, but okay, that, that, that would have been my most proud moment as well. So go ahead. Yeah, but I did stop. Um, uh, you know, that I budgetary reasons, uh, college, whatever. Mm-hmm. I stopped, but I got back way back in uh, about 1996. DC Vertigo. Mm-hmm. Um, walked into a store and uh, the guy was like, "Hey, you should read Spawn and this this book Preacher." I'm like, "Preacher." Preacher, I ain't reading. Man. I ain't reading a comic about a priest. He's like, oh no, 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 you no, my friend. No, my you friend. You have to read this. And uh, I started reading. I was like, holy crap! I was blown away, and I was trying to tell people how cool it was. And again, uh, yeah, I got the same reaction as maybe that girl you kicked out. Like, I comics. I ain't reading comics. Mm. Uh, and then the I believe it was the first trade paperback came out, and right at right up at the top, a man that I admired greatly had a quote up on there. Yes. Which said uh, almost as much fun as going to the movies. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. And I was like, wow, uh Kevin Smith likes this. Kevin Smith endorses clerks as Kevin Smith. Then uh then, then I'm uh, in. Yeah. He he endorses he backs something I like as well. And I felt I felt pretty proud to You uh, felt vindicated. Yeah. And I kind of felt like I was discovering something that nobody else knew about at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Where, um, yeah, up until then, uh, you know, it was all, yeah, you know, spandex superheroes. Uh, yeah. This, it was all pretty much the same. Yeah. And then I read that. And so, you know, like Spawn, I was like, this guy went to hell, man. He keeps coming back for vengeance. There and, was, uh, there were a couple of, you know, bright but, spots during that time, but you know, yeah, there was, yeah. You know, it it was a really it was a strange time for comics. Yeah. Then the I image. was like, uh, I'm gonna read all image titles and I started reading I started I put Gen thirteen and deviate on my of poll course list. You did. Um at the stash as a matter of fact. Ah. And uh, did I get made fun of it? Behind my back and in front of my back and right to my face. But oh, hey. which one? Wolf Flanagan made fun of you? I think he scoffed a little bit. Yeah. Um maybe not. He didn't outright make fun of me, but, but and Johnson, other people did as well. Johnson did, I'm sure. He had no idea he didn't. 
Oh, Brian didn't care. He didn't Brian, give it. No, yeah, yes. usually he didn't give a crap. But uh, do you have a proud moment? I'm sure you have many. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, when my comic book, um, my letter to the, the editors of New Teen Titans, when my number twenty, was, no, yeah, number twenty six, twenty six, pick that up. Yes. Um, many of you may not know. In the back of uh, New Teen Titans number 26. A, letter from yes, Mike Sapsick uh, uh, on Middletown Linkcroft Road in Linkcroft, New Jersey. Middletown Link, Mid Link Road, yeah. yes. Um, put your 15 year old Mike Sapsick. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I was like, damn, you know, all right. Because uh, I was out of comic books then. No. I was like, you know what? I had gotten pressure from brother, from my brothers. I all five of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and from my father, he's like, why don't you, you know, come on. Yeah, it's like reading. Why, why don't you read something? No good. son of mine is going to read the and funny no, books. No son of mine, and um, I I gave it up, and then I went back to it. I was like, you know what? Screw this noise. I'm going to do this for me. Yeah, I'm this. I'm not doing it for the approbation of anybody else, and that's pretty much that. That's the life lessons I try to teach my kids. Yeah, don't do anything because the everyone says you should. I mean, I I, I say that. Almost at, at almost every panel we do at Comic Cons now, it's like you know, if there are kids out there, it's like, hey, don't don't let anyone uh, steer you away from what you love because it worked out for guys yeah. like us. Yeah, you know, we're, it even we're worked weird. out for a guy like Brian Johnson. It did. I mean, it, he doesn't do stuff that he loves. He does stuff he, that this, he doesn't hate as well, much. What he loves is is hating on stuff. Yeah, and it worked out for him. Worked out great. Yeah, for isn't him. that great? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the other proud moment is uh, going to, when we went to Motor City Comic Con that one year. Uh, Motor City Comic Con was uh, when I got back into comics in '96. It was the first big convention I went back to, and uh, even then, it wasn't that big. It was at the at a high school in Dearborn, mm -hmm. and uh, but uh, you know, I was just I paid my ten bucks to get in, and I was uh, I was I don't want to say just an attendee, but as an attendee, and then literally twenty years later. We got to go back as invited guests. That was amazing. That was pretty cool. We had a table next to Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. And uh, the big guest that year in 1996 was James O'Barr, creator of The Crow. The Crow right. had just come out. He was, you know, he I'm he was uh, you know, he, he was on a pedestal to me. I remember waiting in line to get his autograph, nervous. I didn't and then know. Then 23 years later, yeah. you go back and you go to another con, yeah. And it's you're the bigger name than he is at that con. I don't know about that. We had tables next to each other. Let's right. say we were maybe you could consider us equal. Okay, we were, cool. I mean, that, let's put it this way. Um, I wouldn't say I was a bit. I'm a bigger name than James O'Barr. Like he's a, <laughs> well, they might have been using you as a, a larger draw, uh, perhaps. Because uh, we, uh, what you is, know, what we has were James done uh, in the past couple of years. I not a lot, unfortunately. I hope he's getting back into it. I love this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I mean, they're remaking the Crow, I hear. So uh, he'll be getting a nice paycheck for that. Good. So, well, uh, and uh, as I, 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 I mean, his artwork's still on point. I saw him uh, at a drink and draw event. It was pretty amazing. Okay. What he so was he's able drinking to, and drawing. I don't know if he drinks anymore. Did he? Did he? I, I can't remember. He stopped drinking, uh, unless he's back to it. Like no, bam, no. Like, actually, I did bam. not. I did not see him drink a drop, so okay, I cool. don't know if he's drinking anymore. But so yeah. he was drawing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, cool guy, by the way. Yeah, super cool dude. Anyways, uh, those are two moments that made me proud. So cool. And uh, I mean, you know, anytime uh, now, uh, it's like, hey, comic book man, we're that that only happens because we read books. Exactly, and it happened to me. And as of this speaking, where it's like after work, and I just got up. It's a you know the day before new you know, new comics mm -hmm. day. 
And today we had like 20 people come in and just be like, oh my God, I'm, I was so sorry to hear about the show. I love this show. You guys make being nerdy cool. That makes us proud. And that makes me hugely proud. That makes us proud. Uh, I'll tell you what. Can I'll I amend the question a little bit? Sure. Because I don't know if I was ever like proud, like walking around like, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Check this shit out. You remember, oh, you just felt like, you know, you were like, joy. I'm proud to, I'm proud to say I read comics. Uh, what? You know, you've covered angry and proud. What are we going to get to humiliated? Which is what I would have anticipated the first question. Would be. I will tell you the first time. And it's like time. all the time. <laughs> the first time I read a comic, it was like, I cannot believe the world of possibilities I'm excited by this. It's a. It is when it was Transformers. I forget what issue, but but, but, but wait, yeah. wait, wait. It was wait. so diverse. It was robots and it white was people. Diverse. I'm about to explain why. Okay, because Spider Man was in a, a Transformers comic, and it blew my fucking mind. Wow, oh my I was God. like, how? I don't remember this, but it sounds cool. It, I would be proud of part of that too. Um, I. Transformers was uh, after my time because the cartoon, I wasn't watching cartoons. At, no, in 1984. Yeah. yeah, whenever that was. You were like 17, 18? Yeah. No, I was like 14, okay. 15. Yeah. No, uh, 1984 would have been uh, I I mean, like you, were, you were at the yeah, age where you were watching any cartoons. Yeah, not watching cartoons. And, you know, this stuff didn't have an effect on me. Um, because essentially, let's face facts, those cartoons were essentially half-hour commercials for no, the toys. They're outright commercials. They were outright. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I sat there Masters Wonder of Man. the Universe. Oh, God. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. GoBots. Yeah, Mask, GoBots. Uh, yeah, Visionaries. Holy crap. Uh, All uh, these guys. Rubik, the Amazing Cube. Laser tag, Mr. T and his <laughs> I amazing friends. I don't know friends. about a Rubik. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay, lump let's that all right. In. Let's let's not put that in yeah, the list. Like, yeah, you might as well throw Cubert in there. Oh yeah, Cubert for oh, sure. Yeah, God. yeah. Um, but Pac-Man, these were yeah. this. This was crap. That I uh, crap. It's it was your time. It was my crap. It yes. was your crap. It was like my crap. The, just like the the thirteen inch GI Joes were my crap. Right. The Captain Action were my mm-hmm. crap. That was the Migos were my crap. Yes. But we didn't have the luxury of having a, you know, uh, a half an hour commercial slash cartoon. No, well, I mean, back in your day, there was a law against that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's actually, we, a law that they repealed. And, yeah, uh, they did repeal. That's it. why the glut of, uh, of course, cartoons, aka commercial half hour toy commercials. Yes, and so I can I can see the the love of that because they did that with Godzilla too back in the seventies. Yeah, because Marvel put out. Godzilla, you know, King of the Monsters. Yeah. It was a, a comic book. And to spark it, it was they they licensed it from Toho. Right. They they were trying to um they were trying to market it so you know, the Marvel fans would actually buy the comic right. book. And they would bring in the Avengers. They would have the champions take on Godzilla. They'd have the Hulk, you know, jumping up and down on his foot. Yeah. And it's it didn't really translate well. No, it just those worlds colliding just didn't didn't work. Didn't work. But Transformers again not really that either. And Marvel did something else. They had uh ROM which was a toy that I had Parker but, Brothers. Yes. It was a toy that I had but quickly grew tired of because I was right at that 
age where I was putting my toys away um, and I got this for Christmas and it was actually um, a fairly simple electronic toy. Sure. A couple buttons, uh, stuff light uh, lit up. And, no uh, articulation. The action figure itself was, it didn't even have a bad guy to fight. Right. So it had a translator. It had uh, like a weapon and it, it would make like beep boop up and that's right, it. Right. And I, re- I had it and I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> and I, I threw it. Unfortunately, I wish I had kept it. That's when you knew you were you were getting too old yeah, for toys. Too old man. for it was toys. A, a sad day. Sucks. And when I tried to when I tried to um, set my Green Arrow on fire with uh, M80s, that was also a bad day. Yeah, yeah. I bet you wish you had both of those now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually, we've got a Green Arrow up there, amigo. We do. Thank thank you, uh, Chris Campano. Thanks, Chris Campano. So, Chris Campano. Oh, the f- I mean, guys, I didn't read it when I was fucking 35. I was eight. Oh. <laughs> was like, Give me a fucking break. I, I thought you were 17. You drove to the store to get it yourself. No. Um, and I, it, is, that never- this, is that, I would assume that's when the store clerk, the fucking dude behind the counter was blowing you while you were reading it. No, no. Is that, that no, the moment you got a blowjob no. while you were reading that was, that was back. That was back then when I was blowing, when I blew him right. for the comic. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was sucking his dick. Uh, he was eight. He wasn't 10. It was the first time a, the possibility of a crossover ever even. So you had no idea what the crossover well, was. Well, I knew like the Avengers could be Until in this the dude and that. Put him in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> you want to look like a fine little lady while you're blowing me. <laughs> uh, but those are two different universes. Like now, going again, here he says two different universes. Sure. Here's Tell Him Steve Dave versus the ISO comics. Well, I mean, you know, of course the Tell Him Steve Dave is gonna come out and, of stuff, and that's what we want. That's what uh, everybody yeah, wants. And of course, but I'm just saying what, that. If you were if you're ever hoping that they would continue with the Icel comics, it no. ain't happening. No, folks. this is uh, oh my god. We're ten fifty five in, and uh, yeah, this is not this is where it starts to go south. So, yeah, yeah. So let's let's let this go for a while. Okay, Spider Man was in the black costume. Nice yeah. before Venom even existed. Like he was in the black costume. I think that may be uh, that may be the answer to a, to a, a question coming up though, because okay. that may be when you fell in love. With comics, right? No. Okay. If it's not, then we'll go. With, we'll stay with that. Your answer, but sure. But I mean, you're saying proud of? I mean, I, I got a moment where I could say I was proud. Well, give me an example. What do you got? Uh, when Watchmen yeah. was was heralded as uh, one of the top ten greatest works of literature, <laughs> like a like a year ago. What difference does it make? So you were in your late forties and you're like beaming with pride with your fucking thumbs under your shirt. You're like, guess what we did, Deb? I was like, I don't know. Well, all right. Or also, when Watchmen made the New York Times bestseller list, the first comic book. Okay. Ever all right. Uh, <laughs> so pride wasn't what you. Yeah, friend. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was proud to be like, hey, I, like I was in on this before anybody else. Knew. Yeah, that just makes me resentful, though. I'm like, oh, you guys think you're all cool now. Try well, blow, that's all we fucking try got, a book mind. It's not all we got. That's all I got. <laughs> Speak for yourself, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking old man. Let, let me have this. Don't take it I'm away. I'm not taking it away from Girls, me. girls, <laughs> come here and look at this newspaper. The top 10 New York Times bestsellers. Yeah, yeah. I clipped this out of the newspaper, girls. They're like, what the fuck's a newspaper? I took, oh. I took your graduation photos out of the frame and put this clipping in. <laughs> I've never been so proud. <laughs> Crowing all over the place. I put my doctors on to read the article. <laughs> does my does my example help uh, maybe solidify a better one for you than when the tra- when Spider Man fucking in the black costume happened to yeah. meet a robot? Yeah, which only <laughs> which only half remember because you were roofied. <laughs> well, what I remember is awesome. Um, 
you know, no, not really. I don't really have any moments where You're I was proud. like. You're proud. No, I mean, okay. I've never, I, you know why? Because I've always been the same. You've never been ashamed. I've never been ashamed. So it was the mo- needles never moved either way, really. I don't really care whether people fucking. Do you have a moment when you were, the, you were felt legitimately embarrassed? No. By a, by a comic book? You were no. embarrassed to support the medium? Because there's plenty of examples that you should say. Yeah, not a comic book clerk, just a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've read books that were embarrassingly bad, but... Did uh, you ever felt sh- ashamed at no. any point? No. Now you're 51 years? No. No, there, I mean, there have been terrible books that I'm like... Ugh. Oh yeah, I'm ashamed that I. Uh, no, no, I'm. I'm not. to have this in my collection, perhaps. No, because then it goes I, out of the I, collection. I go back to deviate my whole run to deviate. Uh, that made you ashamed. It did. It's not a good book. No, it's not a good book. But you're like, oh, the the shame of this. Why? I. It's just. Uh, I mean, it. It's poorly written. There was. So? There was no. There was. It was pandering to uh, a. Well, I was nineteen at the time I started reading it. Nineteen twenty. So I mean, there were even even Gen thirteen. There there are two reasons I read that book. Of course, that was Caitlin Fairchild's uh, ample. Yeah, the uh, both of them. Yeah, the, yes. this, those are both the reasons. I, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I um, yeah, I think uh, you know when when Walt would push over the pull list and he and and I, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, that's on there. You know what I ashamed of being a comic book like now no not a collector but just to have that book in the list but i it was kind of in the same universe so uh well not no. kind of it was in the same universe so yeah oh, Gen as, 13 as Gen 13, and, yeah. yeah yeah but they were also in the same universe as um uh stormwatch yeah and good supreme good and there there were some terrible books in that that sure, run sure. but there were also some great stuff yeah. that came later you had the you had slog through like 40 issues of Supreme before Alan Moore came on right. and took it over. And it was a love letter to Superman. Yeah. And, you know, you had to read like 38 issues of Stormwatch, uh, complete <laughs> mediocrity. Right. To get know, to, yeah. To get to Warren Ellis's run. Yeah. And, you know, those two guys, Alan Moore and Warren Ellis, um, they're, I mean, Alan Moore is like the gold standard. And, yeah. you know, Warren Ellis, in my opinion, was like tremendous at that time. He's, you know, um, silver. Yeah. So amazing stuff. And they went, you know, that begat planetary. Yeah. And it begat uh, the authority, which unfortunately the authority couldn't, they couldn't sustain itself. It's one of those comic books that uh, if you do the Avengers right, you, it should be like a quarterly comic book or the Justice League. Yeah. It should only come out like four times a year. Right. You don't need it uh, monthly. No, because why would you? Yeah. You need these guys. And I, you know what? Here's the problem right now. If, if there's like embarrassment to be had right now, I'm embarrassed for the comic book, um, the state of comic books right now. DC Comics can't seem to get out of their own way. And Marvel Comics, have their heads up their asses, even with the cinematic universe as great as a, it is. Yeah, as a, uh, a an encouragement or a, a cheerleader, I guess. True, but it doesn't translate to people coming in necessarily to buy any more comics. Yeah, books. which stinks. It does, but we still see, you know, young kids coming in. It's like, oh, he likes the Avengers because he likes the movies, and then cool. I can exactly. 
once they come in, you know, you, you get to, you know. Here, kid, read the demon in a bottle. Yeah, uh, Bob Layton. Uh, Seriously, <laughs> kid, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what that means. Uh, but right now, the state of comic books, they need somebody to go in there. And DC needs an architect. And Marvel needs a strong guiding hand. Yeah. And they need to they need to wipe everything out and just get rid of all their editorial guys and put him in with, you know, somebody who's going to guide them to where they need to be. Yeah. You know, you want something really cool, have Scott Snyder do Justice League quarterly. It only comes out every every four months. Where you have other things like you have two guys who are writing Batman and Superman, and they all lead into Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Get all those guys in a room, have them, you know, have them have um, like threads that run through all the the continuities. Yeah, I and, love it. You know, that's what you should do. Uh, Mike Sapsek, named editor in chief of DC Comics. I doubt it's ever going to happen, <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know, if we get if we can get uh, you know. All of tell them Steve Dave listeners listen to this one. Right. Maybe they'll be like, eh, get them off IXL Comics and uh, out move of the over, podcast. Move over with Jim Lee and, and Dan Didio <laughs> and uh, get yeah. out. That's right. No, you're kidding, Jim Lee. I would love to see more of the Wildstorm influence in the DC universe. That'd be great. Well, you can tell them that because we're going to see them uh, very shortly. Yes, we will. Yeah. All right. Nothing that I've been like, no, I've never felt it reflected on, on me. This is not personal. So this is three hundred, right? It's three hundredth episode. Yeah, we're, we're just I, you learning want to make all this. Up, I'll make something up. But I, <laughs> I'll I've make never... it up. But I'll, I'll make it my example. So maybe again, I could you can okay. clear what uh, we're yeah. talking about here. Do you remember that time when the when the Punisher became a black man? Yes. Pretty embarrassing, right? For the medium and for <laughs> everybody knows black guys are the Punishies, <laughs> the Punishers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can't, That's can't all I have stop. to say about that one is w w wow. Wakanda forever. Oh my god! Duh. <laughs> I don't care what alternate reality. I think I just, in. I think I just had my moment. <laughs> World star. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, wow. Let me think about. It. Okay, so you're saying. I, I see what you meant. I thought you meant like somebody saw me reading a comic book. And was yeah, like, you're thinking you're taking it too legitimately. Yeah. It's all about you. Got it. Well, you're asking me the questions. <laughs> Why aren't you speaking from someone else's experience? Yeah, right. By the way, uh, the medium made you The medium, I was like, oh, I was like, not like shaking like, my head at this. Yeah, not where some like somebody like teased you because you, you read a comic. Yeah. Um, huh, oh, man. Well, I mean, Superman's long hair in the 90s, kind of, kind of, you look back, you're like, well, that's weird that they gave him a mullet. <laughs> uh, or movies. Some movies are pretty terrible, right? You could use a comic book movie, Catwoman. I never saw it. And um, Holly Berry looked hot in the post. Yeah, and me and Lynch went the, to see the, it. The nipples on Batman and Robin's mm. costumes. Mm. Yeah. Nipples are nipples. But they were so wildly reviled. It's easy to jump on that. Yeah, it feels like... Hmm. It's like disliking that 94 uh, Fantastic Four, right? That would be a good example. I never saw that either. You know what? I'll take it. Uh, when they made the, you know, it's not the same. It doesn't have the same effect as like socially, but when they made the Punisher like an, an, an angel. So he was like Gary Coleman in that old animated show where he died, he became an he angel. He died or? and heaven made him a supernatural Punisher for their own ends. Is that, that, isn't that what happened to the crow? That's what happened to Ghost Rider. That yeah, I mean, basically it was the same kind of. Yeah, right. that so was you're embarrassed by that. 
Well, if I have to find something that I read and I was like, this is pretty embarrassing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't shout about this? No, I wouldn't shout about that one. Okay. Um, what is the most underrated comic book run in your opinion? Ooh. I, I took some time off. What the fuck did you guys talk about for the first 299 episodes? Because <laughs> this seems some pretty, like, basic shit. <laughs> but people want to know, in, your, in Q's opinion, what's the most underrated comic book run that nobody talks about but you just are in love with? Good question. Great question. Yes. Do you have one? I do. Uh, Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, although... Uh... With the people are going to start talking about with the it, movie but, coming out, right. uh, and I think Marvel's going to do it justice. Uh, it's not going to be underrated for long. No, it won't. Uh, also, that's one, and another one is uh, Young Avengers. The Young Avengers. It was right after Avengers disassembled. Yeah, and you had um, these young upstarts. Like, don't call them sidekicks. Like sidekicks. Um, they had. They had misleading uh, ties to the Avengers. Yeah. And it was just, it was really well done. Yeah. Like there I, was um, Iron Lad, there was Hulkling, there was uh, Wiccan, and there was, um, oh my God, who's um, Patriot. Yeah. Why do you think Chang chi was, is so underrated? I know, you know, of course there was birth during the Kung Fu craze, so they're riding a wave, but they went, what, 115 issues plus a couple annuals? 125 or 100 and, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well into the hundreds. Yeah. Maybe started, um, what, early 70s and went for a while. Yeah, went, uh, started in like 73 or 74. And um, while when I was reading, I was born in 74, so, I mean, I didn't start reading till early 80s was when I hopped in when I was a kid. Yeah, you never saw anybody like, hey, you should read the Shang-Chi book. Even uh, I didn't discover it till Wall was like, dude, you should read this. And we had a couple scattered issues at the store. Yeah. And then he brought his whole run in. Uh, well, I didn't start reading because he, um, before Marvel got the rights back from the, the Sax Romer estate, right. um, he had me bootleg every every issue digitally. Yes, that's right. I found oh a God. run on, he was like, can you, it was like, dude, if you could, I think he was mad at me for something. He was like, if you can find this, like you'll get back on my good graces. I'm like, oh, well, done. <laughs> I can I can find anything you did. Oh, and I, I think that was because of the, um, the oh, webcam. The, yeah, the webcam incident. Yeah, yes. it was that. And I found him uh, the Autumn Thunder, the NFL music. Yes, NFL films music. Yes, that got me back like for like for life, not for life, but for a little. No, for like for, another year. For a year. Yeah, <laughs> for like a then, week. Then he, was, he was, out, then he found out a couple of things that pissed him. Yeah, off but then him. I rescued his cell phone out of the garbage, and that got back. On, yeah, that you, was good. Did you yeah. hear about that story? Were I you there? there? You were there. Yeah. Yeah, he chucked it in the. In, I forget how he threw it in there. He but. thought it was like garbage, and uh, yeah, he, he threw, I, I threw it in there. I didn't, remember, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm there. So I hopped in there. I was a young, I was a young spry Ming Chen <laughs> back in uh, 2013. Eager to please. Sure thing, Mr. Flanagan. I'm right on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, that- so um, it wasn't until I bootlegged those, those issues. Like, I sh- wow, man, he's, we're going through a lot of trouble to get these. You and, should you know, And I, I like Kung Fu. I like, and you know, it's like an Asian starring in a comic book. This is but I, I never, it never really come up on my radar though. Nobody, it's so weird because it is, nobody talks about it. Yeah. And it was really cool. It's, it's, uh, Shang-Chi is Fu Manchu, his, his son. Yeah. And his entire life has been, you know, he, he becomes the master of Kung Fu. Right. That's, that's his life for the first Twenty yeah, years the, of his the life, perfect fighter. He becomes, fists and yes. elbows, uh, elbows and assholes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And 
Uh, I'm sure Brian will have a, a couple of doozies for those. But um, he ain't listening. To he became. Oh, he will. You think so? Oh, okay. My God. Yeah, he will. He's Hi, like, Brian. I mean, hello, Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but he'll, uh, you know, when this run finally ended in 80, whatever it was, it, it was a long, healthy run. And it had a lot of great ideas. Yeah. And it had a lot of racism in there. Oh, my God. There were so many races. I was looking at one of the uh, covers, and it said, well, Chinaman, you, this is another Curb. pickle. And it's like, sure. wait, but, Chinaman? What, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, but that's hell? how, the, that's how exactly. uh, guys that looked like me were addressed back then. So, Well, I mean, it, it was- And it was acceptable. Well, to, to It was accepted, somebody, not acceptable. Accepted. No, it, and- um, it's yeah, it's that casual racism sure. that always makes me just like shake my head. Sure. And you know, it, you're a man of your time. That's what I. That was that's, the excuse. That's, that's the excuse that, I used for my dad because he was casually. That everyone's work. everyone's dad was casually racist. Yeah, um, I was a big fan of the uh, Anno Senti uh, six issue long shot miniseries back in 80, 84, 86. That was a great. Um, and um, yeah, I great, never uh, thought uh, he got his due. I mean, you know, he's he's, he's one part of the X Men, but I uh, I don't think we're ever going to see a long shot, say a movie, or I mean, you never you never hear his name brought up at all. No, because he's also got a uh, a mullet, so <laughs> there was the mullet sure. thing. But it was weird because you would think that it would be they they would have brought him into the X Men. Yeah. Because he's sort of a mutant from another dimension, yeah. and he he's got a really cool power, but it's one that doesn't translate well, as we saw I, in Do uh, yeah, Deadpool two. Right, luck is Domino. not. Yeah, luck doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, luck isn't a sexy superpower no. per se. But uh, yeah, I always I always thought uh, my my cousin Doug introduced me to that miniseries, and then years later, uh, I think did Andrew Senti come to our karaoke party for a little bit? Um, there was a Comic Con. Uh, in Asbury Park, I remember talk. I got to thank her for that, for uh, that run. But I, re I vaguely remember talking to her outside on the steps of the bowling alley where we, we threw a karaoke party, um, as a con. Yeah, your after was your casual event. racism, which I love. Yes, Ming Chen's white folky karaoke. You named that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but I put your name on. You there, did. So it wouldn't you be did. Racist. You did. All right. That I'm in love with. I love the Kyle Rayner. The Kyle Rayner Green, Green also Lantern. Also a the great Mars. run. Also a great run. All right, Mike's absolutely endorsed. Stuff? Yeah, I love the Ron Mars stuff. I do. I unabashedly love it, even though, you know. I liked it, too. I yeah. thought it was, it was a good choice. Yeah, but people just hated that Hal Jordan was a bad guy, and people didn't like that that he had become Parallax. I remember there was a lot of backlash on that, and I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, that's my angriest moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that whole Parallax thing. <laughs> and, and, and for me, my, my vote for the most underrated comic book run is uh, a title from First Comics called Grimjack. Oh, yeah, we've talked about Grimjack on episode Love 15. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> Are you a Grimjack fan? Uh, I was never really into Grimjack as much as Walt was. I was never. Um, There's going to be a, um, a thing a little bit later on where he talks about uh, like indie comics. Yeah. And Grimjack was a little too indie for me. Okay. And I, I just never got into it. I believe Kevin mentioned that like they would play foosball at the rec center that they um, that they worked at. And uh, Walt won. Uh, uh, Kevin would give him his Grim. He would give him Grimjack comics. So. But maybe it has a little bit to do with that. But okay, 
That was a good one. Uh, I love the book. Um, it, it, there's been a lot of attempts to for other companies uh, in, in recently to try to collect the stories and start publishing them uh, trade paperbacks, but inevitably the sales are so bad on it that they it's can never go. finish uh, the run. So. Uh, I'm always disappointed by that, but I feel that book right. is uh, an amazing, um, an amazing, amazing series, and would be an amazing movie as well. Did you read um, the latest run of Silver Surfer, Dan Slots? No, I I think that that should have gotten more acclaim. I think it really should have. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of Slot Spider Man, even though he's been writing it for a fucking full decade now. Uh, but his Silver Surfer was was a, that was that drawn by Allred? Allred, yeah. yeah. I, I really I thought it was like fuck, man. Like this is comic. This is using the medium in a way that doesn't get used enough. I thought, nice. yeah, that's what people. That's what, and that, I the passion what, in that voice right there. Uh, but yeah. I, that's I why they continue like, to come yeah, back. That's what brings I'm them looking, back. I'm looking at my levels. It didn't it <laughs> not peak we nor did it dip one. at all. Yeah. <laughs> I also like Superior Spider Man. Speaking of slot, like I liked his that run. And and I Doctor Octopus with Spider Man. I thought that was pretty fucking good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there a, one artist that you can think of who should be or should have been considered a superstar? Walt Flanagan. I gotta agree with that though. Superstar, absolutely. Yeah, but sure. Well, I mean, maybe on our parts as well. But no, I think uh, I think Walt's always been underrated. But uh, I mean, he's never he's never tooted his own horn either, and uh, very modest. Walt Flanagan. Walt Flanagan is the most modest person. Very modest. Uh, I'll 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 tell you a story that uh, never be for heard story. Uh, We did a segment on comic book men. Where uh, I think a guy came and he was uh, he brought in I don't know if you remember this I think they were sketch cards and he would get great artists he would collect uh, sketches from great artists on their cards and um, I was nudged from behind from a producer Mike yes going hey um, why are you asking if he wants a Walt Flanagan sketch and Walt nudged me back and he's like don't don't do it don't do it and the producer was like do it do it and I was caught in the middle Mike. You were because my uh, Walt did not want to. I mean, these were there was you know Jim Lee's, Neil Adams, uh, you know greats, uh, George Perez. He uh, you know he had all the greats on there, and uh, Walt did not feel. I guess he didn't feel he was on the same level, so he did not. He didn't even want to. He just didn't. He didn't want to be mentioned in that same breath. But no, he didn't. It's caught in the middle, but uh, you know, I, I, hey man, it was for the TV show, so I did, and uh, he was Walt was not happy with me. No, Afterwards. and you had to go and download something for him. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, then that made it all that that made it up. But uh, I was yeah, I was definitely caught in the middle there. But uh, anybody else that you think you feel is underrated uh, yes. should be a superstar. Uh, a couple people. Um, Mike McCone. Yeah, love his artwork. Our, our friend Mike. Uh, Mike is uh, a phenomenal artist. Yeah, uh, there are a couple guys that I'm I'm just waiting to like hit. Like Walt is. Walt is like poised to become. Walt has a very unique style. He does, and he draws. He he won't admit it. He draws some of the most stunning women you'll ever see. Yeah, that poison ivy spread. No pun intended. Right. In uh, widening gyre, fantastic. Right. Some Who knew the, that he he uh, he was such a uh, he had a such ma- versatility, had a, mas- a mastery of the female form. Yes. Uh, but he does. Yeah. Uh, and his uh, Silver St. Cloud in, in Gyre is also stunning. Right. As beautiful as Marshall Rogers ever drew her. Yeah. 
Um, Mike McCone, I I'm always been surprised that he's not bigger than he he already is. Yeah. Um, let's see, and two guys that I know, um, the aforementioned Gavin Smith. Oh yeah, his just uh, waiting dynamic. For him. Yeah. Dynamic artwork. Just waiting for him to hit, and uh, our friend Chris Campana. Yeah, Chris, great artist. Great uh, artist. Very dedicated to his craft. Yep. And uh, those two guys should be working way more. I, well, they're working. They're they're always mentioning how much uh, overworked they are. But yeah, but well. uh, you know they want to. I'm sure they want to make a big bucks on a on a you know say a bigger book. Sure. Perhaps, and then they may uh, regret what they wish for. But of course, but, we all do. Uh, uh, well, Howard Porter was on his way to being a, a fucking yeah. superstar, and then he stopped on JLA and yeah. Flash, and I, and he's back now and here and there. But he was on his way to being like the fucking top of the top, and then he he just it just he I think he got on the bus accident and hurt his hands. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, I never heard that. Or some man. I should know that, right? As a, as a, as the host you, of ISO Comics, yeah, I should right. know that. <laughs> uh, I always thought Howard. How, how, Howard Porter should have been way bigger than he is. Okay. But he's still drunk, so there's hope. I'm going to go with uh, a little bit of an older uh, mm-hmm. choice. I'm going to go with Jim Aparo. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy uh, was a workhorse in the 70s and 80s, and he has done some some amazing dynamic work that uh, I'm surprised didn't uh, uh, shoot him up to the upper echelon of the, of the legends of uh, the comic book artist industry. What are the demographics of this show? How old is the guy that listens? <laughs> How old what? How old is the guy that listens? <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'd have, do you think, um, what do you think the listener base is? is well, you have 13% was for the, some other podcast in right. another alternate universe. What do you think? The, do you think that 13 <laughs> is that? Is, is, no, I, thir- I think 13 is the listenership. They just can't stop. Oh, of course. Not. I um, I know for a fact we have more than thirteen listeners, Mike. So that uh, doesn't phase me. I'll believe you, Ming. I, I, yes, you should believe me. Um, Bob Layton, would you consider him a superstar? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So he's uh, all right. Why do you think he's uh, underrated? He's, I do. Uh, but I, I think that he's like one of the one of the industries. I do too, but I don't know if people consider him. Uh, if people put him up on that level or not, they should. Okay. I saw him, man. I saw him eking. Uh, recently, I saw him at a, we were in Houston. I saw him inking something. I think it was a, a you know, I, I think he's working an Iron Man sketch that he was working in, but he was inking and it was just so freaking beautiful. And I was like, man, one day I hope to own one of these. And uh, he was like, man, I'll, I'll, I'll draw you something. But um, did he? No. Well, I, I was like, dude, don't. You've got actual paying commissions here. I'll buy one. Um, and I still plan to. I just, uh, it was like Sunday. So it was, his list was full. And, um, uh, our um, our friend Buzz. Are you? Yeah, you Buzz, Buzz is great. Buzz is awesome. Oh yeah, he's yeah, done he's way uh, under, way underrated. Oh yeah. Uh, We're just the, listing off our artist friends, but yeah, we think they're good though. Uh, there's a guy Steve Sadowski who did JSA, uh, with Jeff Johns and David Goyer, and he was he was damn fine. He had he had some some really great uh, issues. Yeah. Don Kramer, I'm surprised he's not, you know, more highly touted. Yeah. You know, I can keep going. I know. We could keep going forever. Yeah. One's a female. We could round it up to 10%. So. <laughs> um, is there a writer that you have always thought to yourself, why isn't this guy, you know, a, a, a legend in, his, in the Ooh, field? Brian Johnson. 
War of the Undead, Carney. Yeah. It should just leap right to your. Come on. Well, President President Company excluded. A writer who. Well, I don't know. You tell me first. I, I can't. I'm tell me who, uh, John Ostrander, for me, Suicide Squad. Oh, is he, his Spectre run was fucking awesome. Spectre run was yeah. phenomenal. I felt he should have been mentioned in the same breath with the Alan Moores, with the- um, The Alan Moores. Jeff Johns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really felt that like he he was on the cusp of that. And I don't know why. The Garth Ennis's? The Garth Ennis's, yeah. You're good. The Neil yeah. Gaiman's? The wow. Neil Gaiman's, yes. Yeah. Neil Gaiman? So what? So you have a- uh, He can't stop. He was on a roll. Seriously, he was, he was, yeah. he was starting to. He was, he was starting to sound legit, and then he can't He can't, he can't, yeah. can't stop one with the, the gay most, jokes. One of the most highly respected comic book writers out there. Neil one Gaiman. of the most respected writers. Writers. One of the most respected authors. And, I mean, he's written- uh, horror slash fantasy slash, I mean, Amazon Prime, one of their top watched shows. Sure. Is yeah, Good yeah. Omens. Yeah. Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Right. Brian Johnson has to call him a gay man. Gay man. No, it's so, gay wow. Man. Gay man. Yeah, it's gay man. And it's, if you've ever seen his wife, Brian, you'd, you should shut your gob. Uh, oh, Amanda Connor. So, um, Not Amanda Connor, Amanda Palmer. Mark Palmer, I'm sorry. Well, I got I got too many comic books on the brain here. You do, Amanda Palmer. I uh, would you consider Kevin as a comic book writer underrated? Uh no, I think he gets his props. I think I, so, okay. Kevin Kevin's a great writer. Um, his Guardian Devil pretty much launched the Marvel Knights. He he and Quesada saved Marvel Comics. Really? Think about that. I I'm thinking about it, and it's true. There, I mean, Daredevil was dead in the water. It was. Daredevil was canceled. It was. They brought it back. And, I mean, it's one of the most acclaimed runs of Daredevil. Right. And, uh, I mean, rightly so. They use some of the imagery from that in the Daredevil uh, Netflix show. Yeah. They use some of Kevin's, uh, not, uh, yeah, some, some of his writing in... The show as well. Yeah. So, Anybody yeah. Uh, you consider underrated writing wise? Uh, um, Steve Englehart. Uh, he he did uh, Fool Killer. Yes, our beloved Fool Killer. Our beloved Fool Killer. Yes. He also did a great run of the Avengers. Uh, Jim Shooter doesn't get as much credit. He gets uh, he gets more accolades for, for being yeah. Um, yeah, like families. an editor in chief. Right. But uh, no, your Jim Shooter was the guy who did. Uh, he was hired by Mort Weisinger at the age of 13 and he wrote the 13, Legion, 13 years old. And he wrote the Legion of superheroes gave us the karate kid. Right. From gave the us, Legion, the, yeah. the original karate kid gave us the not Daniel LaRusso. No, gave us the original karate kid from uh, yeah, in the Legion gave us Fero lad gave us um, princess projectra um, <laughs> created the cuns. Um, Shadow Lass. Right. I mean, he he created epic worlds, and you know, then he went on to do. Um, oh God, what else did he do? He he had a great run on the Avengers as well. Yeah, you know, brought back Wonder Man, or actually, Engelhart brought back Wonder Man, but um, Shooter fleshed him out. Yeah, gave us some some really epic moments in the Avengers. No credit though. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not, not as say much no credit. credit. He, like I said, he gets more credit for being the editor in chief at Marvel in the eighties right. than he does for you know he's the guy that killed Jean Grey. That was his edict. The, oh, uh, she the guy who made you cry. Guy who made me cry. Right, bastard. All right. Uh, you know what, man? I I I know it sounds like the easy way out, but uh, but you always take it seems to be. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a slippery one. Wait, who wrote um the the Ghost Riders with Danny Ketch? Who was the main writer oh, on that? Um. It wasn't Fleischer. Uh, um, this should be your most embarrassing moment related to <laughs> comics. <laughs> I, I don't remember who wrote those issues now, but boy, they were. You feel that they, they weren't well that well written. They were beautifully drawn by, oh, by I, Tex Area. Yeah, Tex is fucking great. Yeah. Oh, Tex is a fucking another artist who, who never really got his his true dude like, yeah he was fucking he was driving a bus and hit the other guy the man, yeah, man. No. he was awesome but uh yeah he just they just stopped hiring for yeah I, I, you can't figure it out because he was it, he a commie he, no, I know he's still he's still he's he's still active but nobody hires him at the at the big two he's fucking great do you know that in the the honeymooners i wasn't aware of this until recently the first alice got booted because they thought she was a commie sympathizer good Ralph, Cri well, she wasn't. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> be yeah. safe than sorry. Ja Jackie Gleason tried to hold on to her as long as possible, but the, I guess it was uh, such a, a problem. Um, That's when they really hated Russians. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's when they put their money where their mouth was. Yeah, unlike today. All right, Q, <laughs> since I says I can't pin you down on the uh, that. How about this? The moment you knew. We'll just call this old comic book dealer. You know how to pin him down. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you knew you had fallen in love with the medium. Um. I mean, it was not that medium that came from. It was immediate. Halloween. It immediate. was it was it was immediate. It was. I loved it. Is from, there one issue that you could be like you say to yourself? I, I guess it was the. It was like well, you felt like I I fall in love with this and I will never fall out of love with it this. It was those early. It was Transformers and GI Joe comics, but what got me into it? Really? Yeah. Larry Hama. Yep. Larry Hama. Hama's run. Herb Trimpy. Right, all those, and then then they had the, I, you know what it was? They did it was another <laughs> crossover. Just, See how I spit out the names? You think you're great? Well, we're doing I sell right. comics, baby. Maybe um, it's, it's like Marlon Brando, <laughs> Liz Taylor. Uh, there just, was the GI Joe uh, uh, Transformers crossover yeah. where they killed Bumblebee. That was another moment where I was like, "How the fuck is this happening?" <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, "What is going Mom, on? Is this for real?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! This um, what I love is uh, they're busting on Q like this mercilessly, he's, and he sounded like 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 us, like drooling all over college. Yeah, it's I know, and it's it's funny because Walt, who has a genuine love for comic books, yeah. is shitting. Well, it's eighty stuff, so you know he, he crapped all over the eighty stuff. That well, I, like. I I could get it. Doesn't matter what you're reading as long as you're reading. You can read. I mean, DB8 may suck, right? But if you enjoyed it, yeah, sure. If, if, oh no, if, I agree. If it actually brought you some joy, right? Then who cares? It, I mean, I think you, I was just collecting it for the sake because it was for the sake of collecting. It became it. a I, habit, I guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, and I get that because there are many books that I mean, even now, yeah. that I pick up, that I'm like, I don't even fucking read this anymore, and. I'm not going to name names, but there were. There, it was like ah, uh, it's it's a chore to read it. Yeah. Oh sure. But I mean, you, you collect it because it's 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 there. It's you have sickness. to support, and you support. You have to support <laughs> yeah. it, otherwise it will go away. I think um, the moment I like, I mean, up 
like you, I fell in love with the first book. Avengers 214. I've told this story over right. and over. Um, I, I loved everything about that book. The X-ray spec ads, the hostess fruit pie ads. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, all that. And of course, the story. Uh, but I think the moment- uh, Count Dante, I, the most uh, dangerous man yeah, the alive. the dangerous man alive. Yes. Uh, uh, the Charles Atlas ads. Uh, don't, hey, the wuss on the beach. I still yeah. feel like the wuss on the beach. I, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, yeah. I, we're, we're, we, <laughs> yeah. No, no amount of quarters that you send in uh, 25 cents for the book. It's going to change that. Yeah. But uh, I think when I found uh, guys like you and Walt or, you know, earlier, of course, in middle school who yeah. knew who, what the hell I was talking about, I think that really cemented it. Yeah. For me, it was, I mean, like I said, there was never a time in my life when comic books weren't a part of my life. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go to the, it wasn't until I was nine or 10 when I, I was like, okay, time to, you know, go monthly. Because I could reread my old books, yep. and I, and I and had, still had the same thrill. And I would get books from like my father's friends would. Oh, your kid likes comics. There you go. Here you go. And I'd get like a a, a big box of books. Yeah. Or my brother's, you know, friend down the street. It's like yeah, I'm getting rid of my comic books, and I'd get you know all these books. Treasure. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't until I think it was uh, All Star Comics. Was it All Star Comics fifty eight? No, fifty nine, sixty. All Star Comics sixty or sixty one, um, where I was like, "Oh my god!" It was the concept of Earth two, yeah, which, um, was a play on exactly what we're doing here. Yeah, it was an alternate reality. <laughs> here is this. It's it's the Earth where Superman debuted in nineteen thirty eight. Where he kicked Nazi ass, yeah. Batman, Batman was his best friend, yeah. And they were members of the Justice Society of America. They were just JSA was the very first super group, you know, super team. Bunch of um, you know costumed heroes got together, and there was a um, there was a doppelganger of Supergirl called power girl and it's like oh it you know if there was this one blurb that said um you know, she gets knocked into a building and the bu building collapses in on her and it says you know um kryptonians are different on earth too you know if this were earth one the, the earth one Supergirl, she'd you know this wouldn't even muss her hair but, yeah you know this the same a falling yeah exactly a falling building can kill power girl right and you see her, you know, flying through the air, and it's like, thankfully, not today. Right. And it's like, whoa, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, you've got, she's slightly different, but she's the same. Yeah. And you're like, that is too badass. So you could, and they did. They killed Batman on Earth, too. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, this that's is cool. This is balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. For, that's, that's when I was like, I'm never. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, and with I, I love GI Joe, so I read the Larry Hama, like the Larry Hama GI Joe Hama. comics. And uh, yeah, do not say Hama. Q, do not call him Larry Hama. Yeah, and you, know, you will ex get expand. You know, I had the figures. I watched cartoon. It expanded that whole universe even more. Right. Is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they killed Bumblebee, and then they brought him back as Goldbug. And I, I, I remember hated Gold, hating Goldbug. So that was the first time that I was fucking upset by a corporate mandate. <laughs>
Fuck old bug. <laughs> yeah. Brian, mind your manners. <laughs> right? Wow. All right. So that was the moment you fell in love with the medium. It, it was with G.I. Joe. It was immediate. Transformers. Yeah, yeah. And you would have to, I guess, point to the fact you sought out comics would be maybe the cartoons of those. Absolutely. Yeah. So without the cartoons, do you they become were my a lover drug. of comic books? Yeah, I think I eventually you get there anywhere. But, but that was definitely the thing that did it. Okay. Uh, for me, it would have been uh, Amazing Spider-Man 123. Which issue is that? It's the, uh, it's the, uh, I, actually, it's 124. I'm sorry. It would be two. You held up your fingers. How did you know? Because you, I you heard corrected. It yeah, he, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I thought your this. Spidey sense went off. And no, you were no, like, I listened oh, to this no. before. And I'm okay. like, 120, oh, 123 is uh, Luke Cage. And I remember listening to him, I'm like, oh, he's going to talk about Luke Cage. Yeah. I'm like, but wait a minute, you know. But it wasn't the Luke Cage. No, yeah. but I, I know Walt, and I know yeah. what Walt's, you know, that one thing was Man-Wolf. Yeah. And 124 was John Jameson, you know, went to the moon, found this rock. He's like, I brought back a rock. And he had it made in, or it, it embedded itself in his throat. Yeah. And he's like, ah. And he turns into Man-Wolf. And Walt's always had a soft spot in his heart for, for the for werewolf. Werewolves, yeah. yes. Werewolves. Two issues he lost after. all credibility. <laughs> it would be two issues after, uh, three issues after Gwen Stacy died, two issues after- Spoiler uh, alert, Harry, bro. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read that shit yet. <laughs> after um, Norman Osborn would have been killed. But I was on a, I was on a, a, I was on a car trip in Texas and um, my sounds mom made pulled, up. No, my mom pulled in and brought me a whole bunch of comic books, and one of them was Amazing Spider-Man 124, first appearance of the Man Wolf, and drawn by uh, John Romita, Gil mm -hmm. Kane, and I just lost my mind. It was it was a monster movie and a superhero comic book combined, and I had never seen such a thing on on, on TV. It was superheroes and monsters mixed, mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with. Those pages and that concept of like superheroes fighting monsters. What the fuck? So wait, it's the it's exact the same, same story as me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking same thing. Monsters, it's yeah, it's robots. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. You 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 didn't point no. to any credit. You didn't give any credit to the writers, so the what? artists, because you don't know. You weren't paying attention. You weren't on the. You, you weren't even on a road trip. <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> This is this is the exact thing, same thing that happens to us. We say something and they twist it, of course, and then it's 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 no different from the same shit they like. They of course, like. oh yeah. my god, you it's kidding? So Brian twisted. does this all the it's time. It's so twisted. It's it's called hypocrisy. Fun, is it's, what it's, it is. It's fun to see. I guess I, it's fun to see someone be me for a change. Yes, and me and, and you. Yeah, exactly. Us. It's like. Holy crap. All right. Good good deal. Yeah. Oh my God. No wonder Q didn't want to do I saw right, comics. Right, right. No matter how many TV shows that you still got going on. Oh my mo God. your movie, uh movie premieres. Holy whatever. Hell, yeah. You can still you still get dumped on by the, these guys. Of it's course. great. It's great. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> All right, fine. Good example, Walt. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I I just was like I could not get enough of monsters, werewolf by night, and superheroes, Moon Knight. All that stuff combined was made me go. I will never, ever leave your side, comic books. Mm. 
That's what I knew. Yeah, your yes. mother drove to the nearest hospital. It's like, you gotta, I got to get him checked out. He's, he's kissing a comic book in the back seat. I, I wish he was gay. I mean, make it out. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was a gay man. Can you do some conversion therapy to turn him gay? <laughs> Uh, all right, we're almost at the end here. If oh, I saw comics, I might just leave them here. <laughs> Texas seems as good as place. <laughs> Make your way, boys. <laughs> Make your way. I, I've never heard that he went that far south. I would have guessed. Uh, besides that bus trip they took a few years back, that he'd never been to Texas. Uh, you know anything about this mysterious Texas trip? No, nothing. Okay. Never, never heard about it. Story um, for another podcast. Like, why I, the hell his parents drive all, all the way down to? T- what is it in Texas that was so important? Uh, maybe they went to the Alamo. I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right. I, hey, that makes no sense. I my wanna... my father used to drive us down to Florida. Sure, so. but you're not Walt Flanagan. True. Yeah, and yeah, I don't have that bubble. Right. You know and. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not right. the boy I, in the plastic I heard bubble. that. I was like, Texas. What yeah. the fuck is he I was doing like, in Texas? Yeah, what are you doing in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, <laughs> it, it was the shock, though. Also, that issue was okay. the the um, the realization that it wouldn't be finished. It was a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. And I had to like, I had to figure out like, I had to buy another comic book yeah. to find out the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And that to me was just like it put me into like anxiety which you wouldn't believe for like a six-year-old yeah. as i was like well when will we know mom when will we go buy the next combo can we go today and we didn't know nobody knew that they came out. <laughs> <laughs> little what what are your feelings on cock versus dick <laughs> what I, I i like spider-man mom yeah. <laughs> he's a web fan yeah <laughs> when can we go get the new spider-man so that was your first betrayal by the corporations uh-huh. You know what? You're like, oh my god, I got to buy more to know the rest of the story. It was it like Q says, it was a drug though. I could not, I could. This not, ain't like seasonings, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hard stuff. I couldn't get enough of it. I wanted the cliffhanger. I wanted the little footnotes. Yeah. I wanted the little. You wanted the anxiety. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, it, it was like it, it made me want something. It made me it drive. feel alive. Yeah. yeah, it made me like I want more information about comic books. Right. I I need to have more education on who these characters are. Why does he, why is he in this costume? Why is there a wolf, a wolf man trying to kill him? Right. Man wolf though for the- A man wolf. Yeah, man Mm -hmm. wolf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why does J. Jonah Jameson hate him? Mm -hmm. I had to know- Why does J. Jonah Jameson look like Hitler a little bit? You know, I didn't get that. I didn't realize that. It wasn't until years later. You're six. I would think not. Well, uh, we're getting to the end here. Well, put that comic down. Let's talk about the Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) You know what genocide is, you little wall. <laughs> you know what? You know what Zyklon. Yeah, I know what I'll be. do, Mom. One day I'll make this Hitler guy fight monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, back to Hitler. And the fourth was it the fourth member of Tom, Steve, Dave? Yes, yes. and also uh, War of the Undead. That's the basic conceit of War of the Undead. You didn't get that. No, it didn't hit me until you just brought that yeah. up. Yeah, that they bring Hitler back. Uh, and Wolf Flanagan and- made. Uh, Hitler fight monsters. He did. So he did. It was uh, it was fate, much yeah. like in the comic books. You can't run from who who you truly are. Walt Lang was destined to write a or comic you, book. Or you Hitler fighting monsters. Exactly. Or you can't not care uh, enough to escape your destiny yeah. either, Brian. So I Johnson. guess Hitler's also the fourth member of uh, I saw comics as well. I guess. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, I guess it is. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he did. Yeah, you're right. I'm and I did. Um, the best independent comic book you ever read. Independent. You're not an independent guy. You're not indie like me. Uh, no, he's a corporate. I was, able, I was able to. I was able to cross both thresholds and be accepted by both readerships. <laughs> by both <laughs> so is this a blue juice plug? Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> I remember one time I was reading Arsenic and Old Lace or whatever the fuck the name of that comic is. Is there, you have, you must have, you must, please don't tell me you just stayed corporate your whole life. No, I mean, I've, I've read Mainstream. all over the map, but I don't. Vanilla Q. Yeah, but I like that shit. Oh, we know, painfully. But like, what's. It's pretty gross. I mean, I'm looking around the comic shop. <laughs> yeah, you're just. Look, I can see your eyes dark because I don't nervous looking to fucking no, grab any because, independent title. You oh can. yeah, I, I love that one. Yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim <laughs> was pretty good, but I, you know, I also like what's that? Uh, no, I just. I don't know. I, well, the indies. There had to be an indie that made you go like. Even wow, I this have is one. More dangerous than than DC or Marvel. Uh, They're able to do shit that. Isn't going on in the well, mainstream. like like all the, the the horror comics, but I don't know if that's indie. You like, see, you, no. The, what's the Danzig one where they're having incest? Oh, every fucking two seconds. No, not that. Erotic. Oh, it was. Uh, I know what it was. It was that. Uh, it was that cherry comic. That cherry girl. Tart -tart? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah baby. Oh yeah, yeah that was. We're not able to buy that comic. <laughs> Didn't we? Uh, wasn't that in um the backlog? Uh, the um the uh from the old storm that yes. Kevin bought it oh, from uh, Comicology. He had a whole like cherry pop tart. Yeah, and, we got uh, rid of those. Uh, adult section. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Steve Dave had. Uh, oh shit! He was in. Again. Oh, the guy. Uh, the guy who was looking for those. No. Or, oh, Steve Dave. Steve Dave was the, in the original um, owner of the store. Yeah. So you, I think you mentioned he came in not that long ago. He came in again. Came in again. And came in uh, from Thailand. Again. Yeah. Wow. That's his home now. Right. Why is he back again? Was uh, he wearing purple? No, he was not wearing purple. Okay. Shaved off the beard. Okay. Uh, got rid of the mullet. Right. Why? Well, and the ponytail. Yeah. I almost didn't recognize him. Yeah. And uh, is he I, is he proud uh, of what the store has become? The original owner uh, before uh, Kevin bought it. He was looking for something. Walt did not want to talk to him. And did he I go and escape? Like through the back door and left you, uh, or through in the basement. No, no, basement? he was in the back, and uh, Steve Dave didn't take a look around. So I was like, "Cool, good enough." Right. And Walt was ready to run out of moments. Did now. you have what he was looking for? Uh, I did. Okay. He's like, "Let's see how good you are," uh, and he still sounds like like Hello, book guy. How are you? Yes. yes. So he's like, I am looking for Justice League versus the Avengers number three. Right. And I'm like, motherfucker, because I'm, I'm putting together a set. Sure. Oh, and right. So you had it then. You didn't want to did. give it to him. But I you, did. I gave it to him. Okay. I've, you know you what? Can, well, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. No, not only that. Not only but you will had I to find be like, it. Yeah, we, yeah, I got it, motherfucker. I did. I said, <laughs> yeah. of course I've got it. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. I've got it in my very special collection. Right. And boom, I pulled it out and bam, and I bought it for him. Really? Yeah. You paid for it? I paid for it out of my own pocket. Yes. You know, had he not started his his shop uh, who knows what would have happened exactly so this was a little thank you to yeah, him don't make it a habit but no know. of course not no wow so but uh indie books though do you i of yes. course we gotta give a shout out to to the accelerators they uh blue juice of course yeah yeah they uh and of knights course, of the fifth dimension coming soon yes also independent book um anything that stands out though independent wise. oh absolutely um there was eclipse comics uh miracle man 
Okay, yes. Yeah. Alan Moore. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. For sure. Uh, I will go. Uh, here's my deep cut. Okay. And this was one that uh, eluded me for ever. The Elementals by oh. Bill Willingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Willingham of um, Fables fame. He uh, did, it was essentially a riff on the Fantastic Four. These were all all people, um, young people with powers right. of the elements. Water, uh, fire, earth, yep. and air. Yeah. And, but they all had to die before they could access these powers. So it was pretty, it was actually pretty cool. Mystical and you had to find out why this was going on. Right. And, and it was, you know, there was, there was a, a lot of cursing in these books. I was like, whoa. Whoa, cursing. This isn't, there, this isn't code. Oh my God. He said shit. I know. In a, in a comic book. In a comic book. Yeah. For kids. I know. Or was, not kids. This is for, this, this is, is a, for me. This is for me, man. I, I want, was, uh, this is how I talk, man. Was I? I was like 14 or 15 when I first saw it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty damn amazing. Yeah, this is messed up, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is this is badass. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of indie stuff until I think I started coming to the stash. Well, you so. had The Crow. The Crow was indie. Crow was real Good indie. Good point. Good point. Although, I, yeah, I didn't read until after the movie, though. So Well, I mean, and, and then but it, then you went back and got then it. Well, yeah, but then it blew up at that point. So True. So you were, uh, you were a poser. I'm still a poser, oh, but yeah. Man. All right. I'm still a poser. Hey, as long as you admit it, that's all that matters. Yeah, but uh, I mean, anybody listening to this, uh, I uh, Black Mass Comics, I'll consider them India. You know, I'm a big fan of Four Kids Walking to a Bank. Yeah. But uh, We Can Never Go Home is uh, both written by Matthew Rosenberg, who I've since met at conventions, give him shout outs, bought all the trade paperbacks. I've bought, I think, I think bought every version of those books. And, even Dark Horse, even Hellboy in the beginning was an indie book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. You know what's fun now though is that we go to cons now, and all the indie creators uh, they give us their books, yeah, and we get to read them. And there's and, um, some really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them uh, inspired Knights of the Fifth Dimension, and as a matter of fact, yeah, that uh, we had bought, read, and then left out the store, and Walt picked it up and was like, "What's this?" Hello, and it, and it what's actually this? Uh, yeah. inspired him. And uh, I think he, uh, yeah, he contacted the creator, I believe, and uh, kind of kicked that off. So yeah, and there's a there's a bunch of them out there. There's. Um, Oh my God! Um, our friend David Krausen. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman uh, zombie killer. Zombie killer. Yeah. Good no, book. I'm sorry. Uh, demons. Demon. Demons. Killer. Demon killer. Not zombie killer. He yeah. killed demon killer. Yeah. It's great. Good book. Yeah. Good book. Uh, if you come to the store, we have all independent section now. We do. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So check that out. I bought it from you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, Cues to come in yeah. with his gloves. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Good old Cherry. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's so many great indies out there. All right, give me some. Cerebus. Yeah, Sarah, Dave Sim, very good. <laughs> Chappie's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Chappie's like a thousand Cerebus shirts in his warehouse. Oh, really? Yeah, Bob yeah. Chapman. Well, that's because Sim, Sim opened the yeah. Of course. Of course, I never read. It always looks stupid What was that? Of course, I never read that. <laughs> well, I never read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that one. Why, why am I here doing this? What am I here for again? I don't know why I'm here. I could be home right now. I never read ElfQuest. It looked dumb to me. Whoa. It, it looks did. corny as shit. Yeah, it always just like corny. It's heated on an ISO Comics episode 300. I know, to separate you guys. <laughs> Roll my sleeve up. Going to come did. to blows and not like, the, not like the blows and Q's comic book dealer show. I mean, what about the Badger? What about... Never, um, I never some, read that. What about... Um, Dude, what about hate? You ever read hate? I read hate. Hate was good. Yeah, pretty great, right? Yeah, one creator 
one storyline from a Cherry Pop-Tart comic book. I know she never... went back in time and fucked her mom. Oh, I remember that thread. Uh-huh. Oh, that was fucking That's was fucking beautiful. Back to the Future. Did that really happen? I never read it. Okay, all right, sure let's... did. Okay, okay. I, that's... I mean, that is Back to the Future, but uh, in comic book form, that's uh, all right. That's or it could be, yeah, Futurama, where Fry goes back and becomes his own grandfather. Yes. Okay. It was before Back to the Future, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. She went back in time and fucked her mom. I didn't know it was possible in comics. Yeah. And me and him jerked off while we read <laughs> yeah, it together. We fucking, it fucking we docked. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt that, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go out on a hot? What's yours? What the one where I? Yeah. Uh, my favorite indie. Indie, yeah. My favorite indie would have to be. Um, it's called. It's. It's a creator named David Yurkovich. It's so indie. Uh-huh. You're never gonna have heard of it. But okay. David Yurkovich wrote a, uh, a team book called Threshold, which he had to change. Team or teen? Team. Oh, team. team. Okay. It was like a superhero team. Gotcha. Uh, but he had to change the name because somebody else uh, had copyrights on the on the on the title threshold uh, to the um, shock, and um, he did another book called uh, Death by Chocolate. I'm sorry, who was shocked? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the name of it. Is shock S H O C? Okay. But uh, David Yorkovich, uh, all his superhero books are my favorite because these are so indie that <laughs> no one's ever heard of them. What makes an indie comic? Just nobody cares about, about it. it. Right, got nobody it. cares about it. What makes it? You, I mean, I think it's it's hard to to say have a pure definition, but you know it when you you have it in your hand. You know if it's indie. You still, know if you're indie or not. Do they still make cherry comics? No. <laughs> who, go, who was that? Kitchen sink. Go on eBay. I thought it was. I don't. I don't. I remember kitchen that being press, in the old. Right? Yeah, that was a, that was definitely a, a publisher back in the day. We're now into episode 301. <laughs> Hold on. We got one more. We want to go out on a hot button one, though, while you're looking at us? Yeah, go ahead. Hot button. I don't know. I thought we would do Wait, that so on his favorite three. indie comic because wasn't the hot button The first question? 299 episodes of I Saw Comics, we stayed away from the hot button. That's why we've become. Mm. That's why we've become the, the fucking behemoth that, that, that is I Saw Comics, the juggernaut that can't be stopped. We, we don't get into hot buttons because we you, don't want to. You got to bring up William Peter sunglasses quick. <laughs> Their sponsor. <laughs> Uh, William Painter sunglasses. I can't remember the code. Uh, like William, how do you? Isn't it Cell Comics? It is Cell Comics. Yeah, <laughs> go to WilliamPainter.com. Use code Cell Comics for uh, twenty dollars off any pair. Yeah, and help us get six bucks. Yeah, we're gonna get six dollars if we mention William Sorry, Painter sunglasses. Was it Kitchen Sink? <laughs> yeah, taking over from Last Gasp, later published by Cherry Comics. Now you weren't uh, embarrassed to buy that. That should have been your most embarrassing moment. Uh, I don't know if I bought it. I might have stole comics. it. You stole it from Walt. <laughs> yeah, I might have stole it from the secret stash. No, I don't know. I don't know where I got my hands on it. it might, might have, I think it might have been a box. Like, you know how you used to go and buy boxes at Flea? Yeah. I think I bought it and it was and in there. And that being there, were you shocked when you saw a Fucking, that's one word for it. <laughs> Hard was another. <laughs> Dude was eating out her mom. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. Oh, you know, you might have liked ElfQuest. There was absolutely... Actually, some slippage of nippage. Really? In, in ElfQuest. Alpha. Alpha. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but it had that dude walking around with his fucking, with no shirt on the whole time. Like, that was the main oh, character. You don't like Hawkman? I'm not a Hawkman fan, to be You're honest. You're not with a Hawkman fan? No, I always found it kind of lame. Even Are you the- saying Hawk or Hulk? Because I know Muse. Right. When- <laughs> I know you like the Hulk, and he doesn't wear a shirt all that often. No, that's because it fucking rips off because he's hulking out, dude. You can't argue with that. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> issue facing the comic book industry is. What? Pandering to people who don't read comics. Is that true? I'll agree to that. Okay, how so? 
Um, how how so? Yeah, just for anybody who uh, for sh- for shits and giggles. Um, look at the the state of the like the cinematic universe, and look at look at the diversity that they're throwing at you. They're forcing down your throat. They do it in every walk of life, but especially in comic books. Sure, because uh, Thor had to be a girl, right? And that happened. That happened. Um, Iron Man had to become a woman. That happened. Fifteen-year-old girl. Yes, it's um, happening right now. Yes, and it didn't happen. These aren't things that happen organically because of based on story. Based on story, okay. it was based on an edict from editorial, right? Like um, Ms. Marvel, which is fantastic. This is this is organic. Ms. Marvel, a Muslim superhero yeah, from Jersey Khan, City, yes. from Jersey City, that happened organically. Yes, that's cool. Yes. That happened as part of a plot line to a bigger thing, but then she became this pretty damn cool superhero. Yeah. So. I, uh, free comic book day. Pandering. Oh, my God. Is that pandering? <laughs> How many? Not just free comic book day, but they have Batman day. Sure. Then they have Walking Dead day. They have, yes. And they have, um, I mean, for God's sakes, the, you get free comics when you go to see a movie. You do. So, I mean, most of these people throw that stuff out. Right. Yeah, they didn't ask for it. No. But, uh, I mean, ostensibly it's supposed to help. Supposed to help, but it doesn't. Okay. And Free Comic Book Day does not bring more people into the stash. No. It it does bring more people into the stash one day out of the year. Yeah, they don't come back. For Free Comic Book Day. They don't come back. Nope. They don't come back. I right. never see these people right. again. Pandering. Actually, I see them the next free comic book day. Okay. Right. Pandering. All the bandwagoners, everyone who like, yeah. uh, who's like, oh, I love uh, Daddy's Little Monster. I'll probably cosplay as her along, yeah. with, along with fucking 500 other people. Well, I don't mind that part because that at least they're getting money for that. But like when the characters in the comics start- Who's getting money? Well, Mar- well DC gets money okay. for selling Harley Quinn stuff. But like when the ca- comic characters start- exactly resembling the movie comics and like oh yeah there's no difference and it's just like well it works on the screen so here's let's rewrite everything to fucking match the movie i'm like it's like when they take an existing book and then put the movie cover onto the paperback or whatever (laughs) yeah this isn't really the cover well that i get but it's like to me i'm just like the whole character change i I just don't like pandering to people who don't read comics to me it's like fuck off uh for me it would be the the fuck off. Fuck off. the ever increasing uh, cover price of comic books. I feel it's uh, it's inevitable that uh, it's just going to crash and cause uh, people to a either stop buying comics or b steal them online. Right. Well, you can understand why they're pandering to the youth because don't kids have a ton of money to buy comics? That's how they want to spend their money. I uh, spoken from a guy who he didn't directly steal comics online, but uh, he had me do it for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> That uh, do you have a uh, do you have another issue? Uh, I mean, just the um, the gimmicks, the gimmicks, the crossovers. Yeah, the cro- the the, the, uh, the, the renumbering. Huge. The you know, it's like, hey, here's a number one, number one again. You want to do that? I, I told you how to do it. Yep, you did. I I told DC and Marvel how yeah, to wipe do it. Everything. Hit the reset button. Well, not just that, but do it. Um, you get those people in there. You get a, a writer artist combo. Yep. for one year. Yes. And it's Batman year one, Batman year two. You know, you can do volume one, yep. number one, number two, number three, and it's it's all part of, you know, a, a one-year story arc. Yeah. 
And then you can have Batman year two, right. Batman year three. And then, you know, just go from there to reset every year. Yeah. Do you think there are too many titles out there? So two other cannibalizing themselves. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, DC has cut their line. Okay. And I think so is Marvel. So, but DC cut a lot of stuff and it's, um, it, it's, uh, it hits me where I live and it hits Walt where he lives because they're going after the collected, um, they're going after all the collected stuff, the, yes. the older stuff that we love and would, you know, buy in. Uh, but you know, most people don't. You're gonna you're gonna hear what he says about yep. this as all well. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. They they they're turning their back on the fucking people who built those companies. Old fucking white dudes. Scathing sarcasm yeah. from That's uh, right. the sound guy. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, I almost fell off my soapbox. My, my hip gave out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for episode wow. 300 of I Sell Comics. And what's her sign off? Suck your dicks later. <laughs> <laughs> Again. That's not the sign-off. Uh, again. The sign <laughs> I don't know what the sign-off is. Do they have Neither does anyone know. else. <laughs> Nobody makes it through a fucking episode. <laughs> happy birthday uh, or happy anniversary. I saw uh, yeah, comics. Mike and Ming. <laughs> <laughs> I swear this was a pre-planned. <laughs> this is, uh, but no, really, look, I want to congrats to those guys. Um, uh, many years ago, I, as a joke, thought those two should get together on a podcast because I thought it would be death. And um, You weren't wrong. <laughs> I mean, you weren't wrong. Trees falling in the woods are like, more people pay attention to us. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, how, I am so happy and I am so proud to say how, admit how wrong I was. You guys are an amazing team and you've shown it. And you, A dream team. You guys have now uh, eclipsed. 300 episodes. You have your own studio, a second podcast, the Mike and Ming show. I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, you guys are amazing, fantastic, incredible, uncanny, um, the world's greatest. Spectacular. The world's greatest uh, comic Any number podcast. of adjectives that don't really apply. Just Well, those adjectives <laughs> are comic book adjectives. New. They were all Marvel, uh, all taglines. I know, I know. I I thought that was being cute. That was being a little clever. It it is cutesy. But when you said, this guy's the limit, I thought you meant the time that we walked in on Mike and Ming naked. (laughs) And Ming was like, oh, this guy's the limit, man. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. But what what else is new? Oh, my God, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Good good for you. Happy anniversary. Happy happy anniversary, guys. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, douchebag. Yeah, uh, I um. Well, Walt actually sounded somewhat sincere there. Not one hundred percent. No, Walt was pretty sincere there. Yeah, yeah. I like. I I'm actually I'm kind of touched. I know, kind of touched. You know, Walt's a good guy. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much yeah, for recording this episode. You totally. I mean, I don't want to go as far as say you didn't have to because we've done we've done a lot of the we've helped you guys. Oh, you a lot. know what? No, they didn't have to. No, I mean they could have said no. They could have been like, um, Fuck they could have put man. it off. They could have uh, not like we've, like we've done. <laughs> yeah, they could have not taken it seriously. They, yeah, they could are you kidding? That was a solid episode. Done and yeah, it was. And I actually, I mean, Brian dragged it down, but Brian yeah. drags fucking everything down. I I actually wouldn't mind uh, maybe. 
I don't know. I mean, this this isn't going to happen. But uh, having Walton Q on a couple, you know, episodes oh, every it. so often, I think it'd be great. Probably not happening, especially with their schedule. But uh, you know, that that would give you a taste of what that might sound like. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for doing that. Seriously, I, I, I and if you enjoyed it, great. If you hated it, great. Because what else is new? Yeah, That's seriously, not, go. Yeah, uh, most of the. Um, the ants who are going to be like bitching about it. That's fine. As far as I'm what concerned, else is new? you guys can eat a dick. Yes. But <laughs> I, ne- I never liked you guys anyway. Right, right. But, uh, you know, to the ones uh, I, I think. To the uh, ones that, that actually are, you know, not not drinking Brian's Kool-Aid. Sure. Um, hey, we love you. You're, you guys are great. You've been, you know, nothing but great to yeah. us. Uh, like I said, the, the guys who are douchebags can eat a dick. Yeah. So. But yeah, seriously, to everyone who has supported us through all, all 300 episodes, thank you guys very much. To everyone who's come up to cons or to the store or stopped us in public or sent an email or, or message online, thank you guys. I mean, we do it because we love doing it. But uh-huh. um, if you love it, that's a, I mean, that's just a. It's a bonus for us. So we appreciate your patronage. You guys rock. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, here's the 300 more. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're continuing from this point forward, uh, you know, because we love it. And uh, well, now we have a place to do it at too. Yeah, I know. So. Now we got two, like three places to do it at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But thank you guys for for your support. Thank you for listening. Let's hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, thank you, Tom, keep Steve, Dave, on listening. And oh, and there you go.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.